Hello and welcome to the first anniversary episode of Realm and Ruin, a Warhammer podcast. A Ooh. podcast that is so Warhammer because, well, we've done it for a whole year now, so yeah, that goes without saying. Yeah, <laughs> I'm your host, Matt, and joining me as always, a guy so smooth he's been compared to a squig smoothie, it's Cameron. What the hell is a squig smoothie? <laughs> I don't know. I've never tried one, to be honest. And I guess it'd I'd be, honest, be like a mushroom I don't want shake. Kind of yes with yeah it could be yeah oh okay <laughs> mushroom shake with teeth no i'll pass mm. on that thanks mm. <laughs> i'd rather have an ar- a squig arancini i could do oh you okay know? yeah very oh very cultured yeah i'll <laughs> oh, like see what i did there all cultures yeah i didn't mean that it's all right <laughs> well here we are it's our special mm. anniversary episode we mate yeah. we've been doing this a year now god it is flown by i'm not sure what happened <laughs> <laughs> I know it's it, it's bizarre that literally a year ago I remember I remember it well I was <laughs> I think I was away with my wife and friends and I I was just you know just thinking of ideas and mm. stuff like that and I and I think hang on I'd love to do a Warhammer podcast because obviously yeah. we were still well we were still doing Monster Dear Monster or mm. well, I know you still are but I was yeah, at the time yeah, and yeah. and then <laughs> I thought oh you know what? I'm gonna ask Cameron he likes Warhammer let's let's yeah. we just do a Warhammer podcast and. Here we are, you know, yeah. dozens yeah. of episodes later, thousands of downloads later. Locked and... in a basement with the plastic crack tube wrapped around <laughs> our arm. <laughs> Spending far too much money on miniatures, uh, even though we do have disposable income now. But hey, that's the way it goes. That's and the way the yeah, crumbles. Yeah. Exactly. It's it's crazy that we're now a year old. It's it's It feels weird. I can't believe mm. how quickly this has gone. Um, yeah, but yeah. Here we are, and now we're doing yeah. a, a special episode. Um, right, before we go into what we're doing for this episode, mm. we'll do the usual sort of admin-style stuff. Uh, so if you have enjoyed what we've been doing for the last year and enjoy what we're going to hopefully carry on doing, then if you can go to iTunes and give us a five-star review, that's greatly appreciated. It, like I said, mm. gets the show out there, and we've had some lovely reviews, some really nice comments. It's always greatly appreciated. If you would like to support us financially, um, put some you know stuff into the show, uh, there's our coffee page which will be down in the description again it's just so you can throw us a few pound or a few bucks whatever you have you don't have to purely you know optional it's just a way of supporting the show and again it'll fund like any books or battle yeah. tomes or codexes yeah. we cover or anything like that <laughs> uh social media wise our main thing is the old twitter.com so you can find us on there at realm and ruin uh we've also got our facebook page facebook.com slash realm and ruin uh you've got our wonderful glorious ye- almost a year old <laughs> discord server which has yeah. got even more people in it now we're, we're mm. doing really well you know yeah. members wise so <laughs> it's free to join descriptions for the you know the link is in the description i should say go check it out um and lastly, admin-wise, we've mm. got a competition winner to announce. Yeah. So yeah. for people that listened to our last episode, we announced a competition in cahoots with uh, Alchemist Workshops, where they kindly donated a copy of Urban Conquest to give away. Uh, we basically you know, threw out a competition for a couple mm. of weeks, which was basically tell us your favourite faction and you know, tell us why. Give us a nice little... Uh, description or a little backstory behind it we had lots of really good entries didn't we to be honest mm, we had we had a ton of fantastic entries which mm, 
<laughs> yes, there was some there was some really interesting ones to be fair. So I, it was really nice that so many of you really sort of embraced you know what the the point of the uh, you know the answer was and things mm. like that. So it was, yeah, it was really cool. But obviously we had to pick a winner, and mm. so I would like to announce he does already know because we announced it <laughs> privately <laughs> before we recorded this episode. But you know we'll do it on the air anyway. So our competition winner is uh, Doctor Robotnik eighty three, aka Pete. He mm. is on our Discord server and he gave us his entry via email um cameron would you be so kind to tell us his quite long answer (laughs) (laughs) so uh this is 50 shades of nuln oil Um, (sighs) picture of a soho arm um (laughs) it was summer of 2016 a 34 year old child finds a box of citadel miniatures laying dormant in the dusty corner of the spare room of his mother's house Box in hand, he leaves the house, not truly knowing why he took the box or what it would lead to. 24 hours later, the child who was blessed with a small amount of disposable income and an Amazon Prime subscription received a package. This package contained Vallejo model colour paints and a W&N Coatman brush. He was rather fond of reading reviews and tips online while still bitter at quote-unquote old G-dubs, insisting that he'll never buy another of their products again. This attitude mainly arising from the lack of salt good solid metal anything worth owning should weigh enough in lead that you could cash in at the local scrapyard for 75 percent of your initial outlay he started painting the miniatures contained within the box first up a wood elf war dancer with the tip of her spear missing but she had a drum so that's pretty cool turned out okay next a tyranid warrior the really bloody awful looking thing that was all over the second edition codex turned out like dog shite and led him to youtube to learn a bit more about painting in the 21st century wow (laughs) things have moved on 8th edition had come out, and due to our Google overlords controlling what advertisements are uh, thrust in front of our faces based on a portfolio they have on each and every one outside of Peruvian tribes, I'm sure they're working on it, he was inundated with pictures of Games Workshop miniatures, but he resisted for a whole week. (laughs) After the initial purchases of Total Random Bollocks, he felt the urge to focus and eventually play the goddamn game. After browsing the Games Workshop store pages and forming a grudging respect for their miniatures, one faction stood out. Adeptus Mechanicus. While not a faction he had access to in his first dip into the hobby, it was a faction mentioned within the lore and now given life. Almost every model in the range was inherently beautiful. Upon farther research, their lore had been thoroughly fleshed out, and on the tabletop, according to podcasts, they were shit hot. Uh, except they weren't. <laughs> uh, he'd been listening to podcasts produced during 7th edition. <clears throat> <laughs> the Star Collecting Box was a joy to paint. Belisarius Call was something else. The 50s robots of doom that do not require a head swap, just a family to protect. Danger, Will Robinson. Spider tanks, hell yeah, we got some spider tanks. Transports, uh, yeah, wait a year and buy from 412. Or don't. It's pretty much all <laughs> lovely, except jazz-handed priests, but the new Delac gang has them sorted. So with the birth of his daughter, he set about painting 2,000 points in what little free time he had. And only half finished, because, uh, most, half finished most of it, because custodies were cool. Primaris were a thing, and when he's sick of the whole 40k side, they bring out some goddamn goblins, which he absolutely had to buy because he had some in a box from way back. Which he'll probably find as a child in his 70s and think, I'm going to buy some paint. <laughs> <laughs> That's such Ooh. a great answer. <laughs> it's a good answer, it's a long answer, but it's such a good tale of exactly what happened to basically each and every one of us, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> definitely yeah and, and that's what i think we were sort of secretly hoping we would get answers like that and we did have a few mm. other answers that were you know very on those sort of lines so no it was lovely to see and it was just nice to show that 
you know, people like us mm. that have, you know, been into the hobby years ago are getting back into it, you know, spending far too much money on, <laughs> on these new <laughs> models uh, because they're all so damn good. But we still love it at the end of the oh, day. Yeah. So, no, that's oh, no yeah. fantastic answer. Well-deserved winner. And like I said, I've contacted Pete and his uh, mm-hmm. prize will be on his way to him uh, shortly. So enjoy, yeah. mate. Lovely. Excellent. Right. Um, and actually, one last thing before we start talking of, sort of prizes and things like that uh we do have another code to give away right at the end of the episode so we'll do it after we finish the the mm-hmm. you know the main bulk of this episode yeah we've got a code for the recently released warhammer quest 2 it's a mm-hmm. steam code again it'll be similar to what we've done with previous codes first one to use it gets it basically so mm-hmm. look out for yeah. that right at the end of the show right okay anniversary episode camera here we go sir here we go go, right so (laughs) so we sort of hinted at it last episode that um, and maybe the ones before that where we're going to basically play wrath and glory at last so this is a like i said a very Mm. one-off episode this is all we're going to do the whole episode play wrath and glory (laughs) i've never played it before and to be honest i've never played this sort of game i've never played dungeon Mm. dragons uh i know there's people sort of shaking their head in disbelief (laughs) but i've never played any of these sort of games any tabletop rpgs obviously Mm. i've got a basic idea of the rules i've got a character etc etc yeah so yeah as you listen to this you know be patient with me because like i said i'm I'm, yeah exactly i'm you know i'm I'm completely new at this it's but i I can't Mm. wait to be to get involved in this so yeah, yeah you know be warned that i may be i may make mistakes i may do weird stuff but that's because i'm learning with this so but luckily cameron is more experience of this sort of thing than i yeah, so that's yeah. why he's going to be running this um and also one other thing i'm just getting over nurgle's pestilence because i've been ill for that sort of week so i will try to keep coughing and sniffing down to a minimum but uh mm. yeah i'm on the recovery road at the moment so uh cameron take it away sir what are we doing uh, we are doing a small, hopefully sub three hours adventure that I wrote myself <laughs> over the last couple of months. Hopefully sub three hours. I feel we should get there. Okay. This should be fine. Uh, this is the first time I, I lie. It's not the first time I've run a solo adventure for anyone, but it is the first time I've run one online. So I've got all the accoutrements at my end. You've got all the accoutrements at your end, and we're just trying to figure yep. it out. Um, first, th- first things first. I need to give credit to a few people. Um, mm-hmm. So. For those who aren't in the know, haven't been keeping up on our Twitter feed, this involves a warband from the Empress Children Legion, post-heresy, obviously, uh, and Chaos Legionnaire character archetype and Empress Children Legion rules are, are courtesy of Send in the Next Wave and Bioimportance on Reddit. Uh, if you go to r slash 40krpg, check out their stuff, because they've written an absolute mountain of supplements for this game already, and it seems <laughs> really, really good. Like, I picked the two most pertinent things out of, like, probably a 20-page document on how to play oh, wow. Chaos characters. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. They've done a great job here. Um, and enemy stats, which I'm not going to reveal, the stats for one particular enemy type are from someone by the name of Ilias Bethomail on the Ulysses North America forum. Uh, I didn't actually ask them if I could use it, so sorry, but I didn't want to create a whole account only to work out how to message you and everything so <laughs> i'm just giving you credit here and if this ever gets back yeah. to you thanks it's really helpful that i didn't have to work out how to do all that by myself <laughs> lovely yeah yeah um and so 
because we're playing with a solo player and a GM, uh, I've padded out hello. the party a little bit. Yes, hello. We've got, we've <laughs> I'm got our solo main, player. <laughs> yeah, we've got our, we've got our main protagonist, the hero of our story, uh, is being played by Matthew. And then I'm going to be controlling three less complicated characters, less complicated okay. points where I made two of them unable to speak, uh, <laughs> keeps things easier for me. Um, yeah. Good idea. Yep, yep. Um, and so we'll just give you a quick little introduction of the characters, and then hopefully uh, we'll be off. Um, I'm still fairly new at running Wrath and Glory. Matt is brand new to playing it, so we will undoubtedly occasionally stop to clarify things. Um, yep, if definitely. If clarification lasts more than 40 seconds, you will hear the difficulties music play, and <laughs> <laughs> we will insert a small break while we figure out rules. Um, but yes. hopefully everything should run smoothly, and hopefully you all enjoy. Um, yes. Hopefully. Spoilers for anyone who hasn't read uh, Primogenitor and Clone Lord, kind of, I guess, because this does pull yeah. from that a little bit. So yeah, read those books. We've sold you. They're great. Please read the books. They're good. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> and the curtain falls and alone Empress Children Legionnaire walks out in front. Who is he? Tell us about yourself. What are you? <laughs> <laughs> what am I? <laughs> I am Calvanius, a.k.a. the Perfugius. That's what sometimes my battle brothers call me. I am a legionnaire of the Emperor's children. I am craving to get our legion back to its former glory. I've accepted that we're part of this Sinesh cult, but I want to get our legion back to its former glory under our Primarch Fulgrim. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good. Good, wonderful. Um, do you have anything that stands out about you besides being a seven and a half foot tall post-human demigod? I am a former <laughs> Palatine Blade during the Horus Heresy era, and I am still a current member of the Phoenix Enclave, which is a uh, warband run by Eidolon to take us back to our former glory. Mm, mm, excellent, excellent. Uh, is that all? Anything else that stands out about you in particular? What are you good at? What am I good at? Well, being a former Palatine Blade, I am exceptional with my power sword. And uh, when that doesn't work or get the job done, I will happily mm-hmm. use my plasma pistol to their face. Sounds pretty good, actually. Um, and after 10,000 years stuck in warp space, uh, what's going on? You feeling any, any changes there, buddy? You feeling okay? <laughs> <laughs> Being in the warp and the effects of uh, giving me these long fangs that uh, mm. unfortunately have uh, affected my look. And yeah. As uh, Emperor's children, I adhere to perfection, but mm. uh, unfortunately, these fangs have uh, certainly uh, changed me in certain ways. Yeah, yeah. Uh, are you sure you're not a scion of Sanguinius? <laughs> <laughs> No, I can definitely confirm I am only <laughs> a son of the Phoenician. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, cool. And we've got some friends coming along for the trip. Yay. You're sort of like, if I'm going to put you in the hierarchy, you're like a third of the way to Chaos Lord. So you've got some following. You're not quite there mm-hmm. yet. You're getting up the okay. ranks. But yep. you've got one steadfast friend who's stayed by your side all this time over 10,000 years. <laughs> It's your buddy Rama, uh, Rama Terran. Uh, he's very tall, even from Astartes, uh, but he's one of the cacophony, one of the noise marines. Uh, ironically enough, though, he doesn't make a lot of noise. Uh, he's never been heard to speak <laughs> since his initial transformation under the knife of Fabius Bile. Um, 
He stands very tall in his slender power armor, which constantly changes colors and flexes to a beat that no one can hear. Uh, you know, he changes colors depending on his mood. If he's angry, he might flush red. If he's feeling concerned, it might go sort of a green color, that kind of thing. It's really up to anyone else to divine because he can't tell you. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> so he's like uh, one of those LED key- uh, keyboards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, he's an LED keyboard that occasionally just wibbles a little bit. <laughs> what a um, companion to have. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, and he is very good with his sonic blaster and emerald-toothed chainsword. Uh, and, uh, you know, he also gets some things to resist sound and light-based attacks, because he's been, you know, exposed to those for so long. And uh, also, if you mess him up too badly by giving him a critical hit or heavily wounding him, he immediately gets to attack you back, because it's the music of the apocalypse, which is something I stole from the 40k tabletop, and I think it's a cooler ability. <laughs> um, <laughs> one of your followers that actually talks to you on occasion is Magos Santara 14, a member of the Dark Mechanicus. Uh, very small, shrouded in rotten black robes. They constantly hum and whir with the sound of motive servos. They're blunt and to the point, but they do enjoy a little bit of black humor. Uh, and they have a small demon blade, a Volkite caliber, and a little personal defense servo, which I imagine as basically a knife on a guitar string that just flicks out and stabs things. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Santara is fantastic with technology, of course, being a member of the Dark Mechanicus, but is also one hell of a pilot. Uh, and can actually, has like a little piece of scrap code in a usb effectively that they can insert uh into machines to hack them a little more easily although it is draining to do so they suffer some shock uh and what what party would be complete without the team mascot it's everyone's favorite rogue psyker pet (laughs) we we love pet and i'm just gonna i'm just gonna i'm just gonna read pet's brief description verbatim Uh, The brain and nervous system of a rogue psyker contained in a plexiglass cylinder and mounted to a four-legged servo carriage, Pet stands about two feet tall. A constant companion to Magos Santara, Pet is unable to communicate except through binaric code. It is protected by an inbuilt auto-stubber and arc prod. Nice. <laughs> so, he's your, he's your little scuttle buddy, uh, wandering around, uh, taking we care all, of psychic things. We all need things. one. Yeah, you all need one. Um, he specializes in telekinesis, so he knows smite, because everyone knows smite, but he can also crush things with his mind and create a force barrier, sort of a force field. Um, the problem with Pet is that it's a, it's a rogue psyker touched by the warp, so, uh, for those who don't know, that means he has to roll three extra wrath dice whenever making a psychic test, uh, and if there's a one on any of those, he gets, a gets a perils of the warp. So... <laughs> <laughs> he might he might blow up. It's possible. <laughs> nice. Because uh, yeah, because he's rolling four wrath dice with every psychic test, and the however many ones there are decrees how bad that went. So um, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if Pet lasts. He's the, yeah. he's the one least likely to make it through this. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's our mascot. He's got to last all the way through. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's pretty tough. He's resilience ten. That plexiglass is good for him. But oh, uh, fair we'll play. see. Yeah, yeah, we'll see how he goes. He might make it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Alrighty. Quick stretch. Important part of being a GM is to keep yourself flexible. Top Actually, tip. yeah. <laughs> Nothing Whoa. is better than a supple GM. <laughs> oh, yeah. You need to be flexible. Um, 
<laughs> Both oh. mentally and physically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and one one final little bit of elucidation for the listeners. Uh, campaign cards are an interesting little twist players can get to sort of shift the story around and things like that. Uh, we're doing one session, so I've given Matt one card. It's called Gifts of Chaos. Yep. Uh, anyone can get a point of wrath, but anyone who gets that point of wrath has to make a corruption test as they call upon the Dark Gods. Uh, which can result in fun things like tentacles if you get enough corruption. I mean, I don't case, want any of that. No, in your <laughs> case, you just end up with fangs. So <laughs> it's not They're too big bad. enough already. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! All right, so let's get into it. Okay. You have walked for longer than you can remember, for what seems like eons. You have trudged across a vast, rusted desert, hot as hell by day and cold as the grave at night. You and your companions have not spoken a single word in weeks. You all stride onwards, driven by one thing, a long, slow whisper on your internal vox, quiet screams guiding you ever forwards. Finally, you see something. A great pit of silver-grey sand spirals ever downward, and sticking out of the dust, the tail of a Thunderhawk gunship painted in royal purple. Hmm. So, that's where you are. This is the scene you're at. There is a half-buried royal purple Thunderhawk in this metallic desert. Okay. Um... Mm. <laughs> Interesting. This is, where, this is where we throw Matt in the deep end and say, "Would you like to investigate the situation? What would you like to look at first? You know that kind of thing." Right. Okay. Um, could I move some of the sand away to see it get a further mm. look at this from the hook gunship? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to say, make me an investigation skill check with a difficulty of three to sort of start clearing debris away and inspecting the Thunderhawk in general. Okay, so just for clarity, I have six for that because I have six yeah. as my link to that. And do I roll a wrath die? Just to uh, yes. double check. Yes, you will right. always roll a wrath die. Let me double check yep. if you're doing that right. I've got your thing up here. Double check. Yep. Investigation, <laughs> three intellect plus three in the skill yep. is a total yep. of six. Yes, perfect. Yep. Excellent. Right. Okay, and any three. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Oh, that's, that's real dice. We're rolling here. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. lovely. I have got uh, three on the wrath die, and I have got a six. So I've got a do, 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 do a count one, two, three, four, six as my score total. Wow! Yes, you you did real good. well there. That, that was a really good roll. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a four, three fives, and a six. So I got wow. six as my total. Yeah. Excellent. So you sort of dust aside and manage to wrench open one of the cargo bay doors, uh, and the ship is almost completely empty of any signs of crew. It's filled with ash and dust, and the rusting, rotting remains of servitors are plugged into their stations. There are long scars marring the interior, indicative of Xenotech weaponry. Hmm. Okay. Uh, can I check to see that the gunship is still working? Yeah, uh, would you like to try and mess with the engines, with the ship systems, or with the guns? Uh, the ship systems, please. Okay, ship systems. You can make me a tech test, or of course you can always rely on your companions if you're less confident Yes, that. I'm going to <laughs> <laughs> use our resident 
tech <laughs> priest for this. <laughs> Very well, Lord Calvanius. It will be done. Let me assemble this. Ridiculous. He's got tech 11, so let me just... <laughs> <laughs> Santara fixing dog goddamn controls. <laughs> and Santara sort of walks up to a console and just plugs his hand in and rolls all his die. Okay, what do we got here? So, that's a lot of sixes. <laughs> okay, good roll, so, Santara. Yeah, you're we, doing we got, well. We've got good news and bad news. Oh. Um, Oh no. <laughs> so the good news is we have a total of nine successes. And the bad news is we rolled a one on the wrath die, which is a complication. Uh. Um, so because this isn't in combat, you and I get to work together to work out what would be an interesting complication to happen for mm-hmm. Mako Santara plugging themselves into the Thunderhawk. What do you think? Yep. Um, I'm thinking he may get some information, but then it sort of shorts out, and so he doesn't yeah, get the full yeah. information from that he's trying to get get off the system. Okay, yeah, exactly. Wonderful, wonderful. Um, so Santara sort of jerks and shudders and pulls their hand back out very quickly after Blue screen of death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just, just judders and then, and then sort of freezes and seems to reboot for a second. Uh, insert the, um, <clears throat> and sort of turns. He says, "Lord Galvanius, it was marooned here almost a century earlier. It's part of a small group descending to the planet's surface. When I tried to get its fleet data, a small piece of scrap code attacked, and I was forced to withdraw." Um. Where where were they heading for? Do we it know? It seems they this was their destination. In fact, this spot this was the end point marked on the route. Oh, yes. okay. I'm not sure why <laughs> they managed to crash here? Mustn't have been the pilot. <laughs> <laughs> I would ask Rama if he'd seen anything, but he can't talk. <laughs> okay, mm, this is an odd situation. Is there any other systems that may be working on this Thunderhawk gunship? Mm. Well, from the looks of it, the engines are mostly undamaged, and the LAS cannons still seem to be in good order, but I'm not sure. Oh, although perhaps the uh, the associated picked captures on the targeting servitors could be of use. Yes, look at those for me, please. Yes, the LAS cannons or the uh, engines, sir? Uh, the engines, please. Engines, excellently. Excellently, excellently. I'm <laughs> excellently. I'm yes, I'm excellently going to look at these engines. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfection. Um, he's yeah. slightly less good at piloting the tech, but he'll. I want you to perfectly of... look at the engine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, he'll plug himself in and roll his pilot test. That's better. Not a complication this time. Oh, but not a very good roll. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so Santara, got, you're not perfect. Yeah, with uh, with nine dice, he got three successes. Um, <laughs> what was, and it, it, what was, was the score? It was trying to get three. He was trying to get a five. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So he sort of spends a few moments, you know, pulling on levers, hitting buttons, in what looks like roughly a takeoff procedure. And then the engines warm up just for a moment and then flicker down and a small data screen pops up um, and shows a series of pictures, actually. Um, and he's like, turns to you like, I was not able to reawaken the engines. However, the last uh, picked capture 
by the uh, the front mounted recorder has been brought up. Uh, it appears to show the gunship being used to open a passage shortly ahead of us in the sand, sir. Right. Okay. I am going to... The last cannons are still working, I believe. Uh, they have not rusted beyond repair. Would we need to use those to form a pathway for this? Uh, it is unclear. Uh, it's a single picked capture, not motion. Okay. Uh, but perhaps if you manage to reawaken them, I'm not so familiar with Astartes weaponry. <laughs> Fair enough. Let us go and investigate where this picked was showing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you sort of have a quick look and you stride out. And like I said, this Thunderhawk is kind of in the middle of almost like a little maelstrom of sand slowly sinking down. Uh, but the pick capture seems to point it towards a small hill of rusted metal. Okay, let's head there. Yeah, you just kind of walk over, and yeah, it's it's sandy, it's metallic, it's uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a big pile of scrap and dirt. <laughs> <laughs> Can I push some of the sand away, please? Yeah, um, make me make me an athletics check, as it is, to okay. kind of push away some of the sand. Yes. Okay. See if you can dig your way through. Yeah. Right. I need twelve dice for this. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Oh, you're good at these with that power armor, of course. (laughs) Uh, What what, what do I need? Yeah. You're gonna say. I'm gonna say you're looking for a four. Okay. I have got uh, 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 nothing on the wrath dice, and I got eight. Cool. Excellent, yeah, you smashed No, no, it. ten. Ten, even. Oh, good lord. <laughs> Including the sixes. <laughs> ten. It's, it's incredible. Um, <laughs> I yeah, am perfection. Uh, you are perfection, you say, as you wade into the pile of rust and sand and just sort of start scooping it to either side. Um, yeah, after a couple of minutes, you sort of shoved aside enough sand to reveal a hard barrier, which is this enormous silver wall almost it's sort of indented with these curving lines and occasionally a flicker of green energy races across it okay um i'm going to go back to santara and ask him Mm -hmm. does he know what this is uh well i'm not quite sure let me have a quick think it's gonna make a scholar check one two three four five six seven scholar out of there die um uh, quite frankly, my lord, I have no idea, having only gotten one success on my test. He's <laughs> <laughs> not very good Ra- at <laughs> Rama, I want, uh, <laughs> I want you to touch it. And Rama sort of pulses and flickers sort of a yellow-green colour for a moment and just looks at you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I shall touch it then. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then you just, what, just reaching out your hand? Yes. Cool, cool. Um, you take uh, a total, a grand total of eight damage versus your resilience as a little green <laughs> lightning bolt buries itself in your in your finger, which I believe should do no damage to you, if I'm correct. Yes, I have resilience 12. Yeah, yeah. So a little bolt of green lightning sort of arcs itself and grounds itself in your hand <sighs> or gauntlet. It's just <clears throat> tingling. <laughs> <clears throat> Okay, is there any... Can I investigate for any distinguishing things on there? Yeah. Um, 
I'm just going to give this one straight to you. We don't need to roll for this one. Uh, as far as you can tell, there's not really distinguishing marks. There's areas where it looks like it might open somehow, but okay. you can see no clear mechanism or where any such mechanism would be placed. Um, it's it's a hard wall as far as it appears okay. to you. Yeah. Right, okay. We're going to go back to the, th- the Thunderhawk gunship and see if we can get the last cannons working to blow nice. our way through it. Blast the fucker open. Good. Yes. <laughs> Magal sends For the Phoenician. Of, yeah, bobs <laughs> his head and starts scurrying through the sand, lifting up their robe slightly so that they, their feet don't get caught in it. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, and when we get back to the ship, uh, either you or Rama could make a ballistic skill test to operate the guns. I'm doing that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, I've got <laughs> ten... Nice. Ten to roll. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> and what am I trying to get? You are trying to get a four. I got a six. And nothing Excellent. on the wrath. Nothing on the wrath die. Cool. Uh, so it takes a little bit of work, but with sort of enough gumption and, you know, slapping a barely operable servitor a couple of times, you manage to get the last cannons to heat up and, you know, just kind of side it up as good as you can through a half-broken vid link and just pull on the trigger and this bright lance of purple-red energy spears out and sort of scars up the hillside. There's this explosion of melting sand. It's almost like setting off a thermite detonation. Um, and the servitor actually gets really excited and guns up one of the missile pods as well and sends a flurry of rockets streaking into the hill and then falls silent and the last of the ship's power seems to have been expended. Mm, it had its use. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Well, I'm going to send... We're going to go back to the hole, mm-hmm. and I'm yep. going to send Rama in first to investigate. Excellent. Uh, the Endless Cacophony, having finally ceased, rev- uh, sands have been melted and blasted aside, and beneath them, the enormous metal wall that you saw earlier has been sheared open, providing a path below. It's sort of this dark black and silver tunnel. Uh, it, it definitely seems produced. It's like being built by something. It's not natural. Mm-hmm. Uh but it's also definitely not made by human hands. Okay. Rama sort of flashes purple uh, in the manner that you understand to be bold and proud and sort of just steps forward and is not immediately <laughs> disintegrated. Well done, Rama. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Right, we're all going to go in. Cool. <clears throat> Good lord. Cough, cough. <laughs> um, yeah, so pushing into the depths of the planet... You suddenly find yourselves in the middle of a beautiful tableau. Bright sunlight illuminates a simple farm, smooth cream stone formed into a small but elegant cottage and barn. Two Eldari tend to crops, while a younger Xenos chases a flock of winged reptiles into a wraith-bone coop. Wow. That was not what I was expecting. (laughs) 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 Is this one of those Eldar chicken farmers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, the irony. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. you found yourself in sort of this perfect frozen uh, little rural scene, mm. I guess you could say. Have the uh, Eldari noticed me? 
or us? Uh, no, they they appear to be frozen uh, in a moment in time. Almost the, the two adults seem locked in conversation, and the younger one is sort of mid leap, reaching for one of those little feathered winged reptile things. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I am going to approach them, get a bit closer, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and look for any anything that's out of the norm apart okay, from yeah. obviously frozen eldari <laughs> in time <laughs> in the middle of this random planet yes 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 um Putting yeah, that make, aside. Me an, make me an investigation check okay uh six right okay and right and what am i trying to achieve you are trying to achieve a four okay uh, ju- uh just four <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. nothing on the raft nope. Nothing on the raft eye. Cool. Um, you sort of reach out and you can actually touch these foul Xenos that make your flesh <clears throat> with hatred. Um, and they don't, they, they seem very firm, as in they're not, they're not statues. They definitely seem to be a living creature, but they are paralyzed or in some way made completely immobile. Like as you push fairly hard, the arms don't move back from your grasp or anything like that. You're unable to move them around. Okay. Uh, and you feel for a moment your fangs get a little longer as you notice each is wearing a necklace with a gleaming red stone in it. Hmm, interesting. Warp taint. Um, I'm going to risk it. I'm going to try and remove one of these necklaces. Cool. Yeah, uh, you sort of touch it and you feel something sort of pull free very easily and you have a small oval shaped shining stone caught in your hand um and yeah it's just sitting there and it sort of feels through the gauntlet feels warm and like it's radiating this gentle rhythm almost okay okay and you um, see rama has gone to the small child and plucked a similar thing off one of their necklaces and is just holding it up and then just crushes it in his gauntlet and sort of shakes this deep pink for a second and then just shakes himself <laughs> <laughs> okay i have no idea what he was doing there obviously he reacted badly to it um, uh, no, he, he's turned pink and he's now sort of a little jerkier, but he's making the general reaction of what you would call pleasure from him. Ah, interesting. Um, I'm going to speak to Santara and ask for, mm-hmm. yep. his, ask for his opinion insight. on it. Yes. Yes. He will help you out with a roll. Let's see. Oh, that's better. Santara knows all about these. Hell yeah. Uh, he got a five totally like, Ah, yes, Lord Calvanis, it appears to be an Eldari spirit stone. Uh, I believe one less to worry about. Yes, made a sacrifice, as it were. <laughs> I see. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I'm in, is there one left, I believe? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm going to go take that one as well. Okay, cool. You've got two and, spirit stones. Yep, and I'm then going to go into the barn. Okay, you sort of, well, you don't throw open the doors because the doors are already open, but you sort of walk into the barn and suddenly you pass through a thin hologram and find yourself in a dark hallway. A freezing green liquid laps against your armoured boots and out of the corner of your eye you spot a flash of a dancing figure and hear a long, slow whisper guiding you forwards. Okay, am I by myself or are the others with me? Uh, if you turn around, you can see they are behind you, but they all appear to be interacting with things that you can't see. 
it's sort of like a circular room about the size right. of the rural tableau. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. I'm going to follow the path. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you sort of, you keep striding forwards and then you hear behind you, uh, Lord Calvanius, oh, that's where you went. And you see Santara <laughs> and he sort of scuttles back and just slaps the top of Pet's carriage and sort of tugs on Rama's belt and sort of leads them out of the illusion <laughs> to follow right. you. Okay. So, yeah, we're going to go towards the source of the Whisper. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Excellent. So you continue down this corridor, sort of covered in frozen coolant, um, <clears throat> and suddenly you hear this burst of harsh static. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Artie. As you, um. yeah. <laughs> as, you, uh, as you enter another scene, and you realise Santara is actually laughing. Uh, six tech priests from what appears to be Forge World's Digis are standing frozen at a table, clearly planning an attack of some kind. Mm. And in the shadows behind them, little Xenos robots are sort of springing forwards. Again, <laughs> all frozen. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to ask Santara to investigate this room and give me an idea of what's going on. Very well, my lord. Uh, how many dice does he roll for investigation? He rolls, he rolls all of the dice for investigation, apparently. Eight, nine, ten, eleven. Uh, cool, yeah, that's fine. Uh, so he sort of says, you see here, it is the fools that have shackled themselves to the corpse of the Imperium. They have been taken captive, and now I know by whom, my lord, it is the Necron Tear. You see their scarabs. In this image of mockery. <clears throat> Most <Okay>. delightful. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything for me to take? Uh, it doesn't really appear so. Uh, like There are bits dangling off the tech priests, but they all seem fairly well attached in the style of servo arms and such. Okay. Uh, yeah. This, this one... Seems a little less interesting to interact with from your point of view, at least. <laughs> okay. Uh, is there any other pathways? Uh, so you sort of feel out past the edge of this sh- shadowed room, and eventually you find a wall that isn't solid and step through into another corridor. Right. Let's go. Cool. Yeah. Let's see. Scroll down on the page of things that I've written. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> and you continue down this corridor, which is sloping further and deeper down every time, uh, until you suddenly appear in a small but opulent bathroom. Uh, there is a fat man with an Achilla tattoo around his neck, enjoying his bath, and leaping through a broken window is a purple and blue six-armed Xenos. Interesting. Interesting. I would like to investigate this. Okay. Myself. Yeah, investigation check. Okay. I've got... Okay. Uh, I got a... One, two, if I could count. Five. Nice. Yeah, perfect. Um, So you sort of investigate and you do the same thing. You've learned that not everything is as it seems. Some of these things are real. Some are holograms. And so you sort of tap what looks like the fat imperial noble in his bath on the shoulder. And he's very (laughs) substantive. And you walk over to the window and your hand just phases through the, uh, the Xenos and a, actually a small green glyph pops up in the air and pulses three times when you do so before disappearing. 
and interesting. You, yeah, and then over the Vox, you hear this pulsing music flicker just for a brief instance. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to ask Santara where the source of this music is coming from. The, what music, my lord? I heard nothing. My Vox is silent. Mm. I won't ask you, Rama. Right, let's move on. <laughs> Rama just flashes green. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. And you, again, find a way out, and actually it appears to be through the Xenos and its broken window. You find the corridor continuing onwards. Uh, <clears throat> and you come across another tableau, and this one is actually one you see. You are pretty sure that you understand what it is. Uh, because this one is a stout bulldog of a man kneeling in a cloud of dust with a cigar between his teeth and a las pistol aimed stoically forwards. His enormous greatcoat has been pierced in many places and blood is pooling at his feet. For just a moment, you see a translucent figure stroke his cheek before it disappear- disappears with a flash and echoing laughter. Mm, okay. Right, so I'm going to investigate this myself. Yep. Make an right. investigation check. Okay. Let's do this. Calvanius the detective. Yeah. Right. Uh, I only got a two. Okay. Cool. Uh, That's not very high, but you did already know who this is. Uh, This appears to be, as far as you can tell, and you inspect and think he's solid and definitely real, uh, this appears to be the infamous Osaka E. Creed. Ah. Interesting. Very interesting. From okay. all reports, he was meant to have fallen at Cadia. At Cadia, yes. Here he is. Mm. <laughs> mm. Okay. Uh, right. Anything else that distinguishing in the room that I can look for? Um, not really. Or, no. Okay. <laughs> no. This just gets weirder. Let's move on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we do move on. We go through. We've gone through all the important and interesting ones. So after hours of searching through even more strange displays, you come across a great door sealed against intrusion by wards, locks, and barriers. Two metallic skeletons lie still in frozen green fluid, apparently made inoperable by the extreme cold. For the briefest moments, you see lithe figures press themselves against the warded door before bursting away in a cloud of shrieks and discordant music. Hmm. So this this is like a great vault door. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it itself has been carved with things you recognize as tetragrammic wards, uh, specifically designed to ward off demonic influence and influence of the warp. And then okay. when you look at it out of the corner of your eye, you can see just kind of a soap bubble shield flickering in and out over it. Okay. Uh, and, and sort of three nozzles stand to either side about 10 meters in front of it occasionally zapping green lightning between them. Mm. Okay. So, <laughs> right, uh, interesting. So um, to bypass this door, there are three layers you must somehow get past. <laughs> okay. Um, can I use Santara to use Pet to see if there's a psychic shield of some yeah, sort? Yeah, absolutely. So Santara sort of gestures to Pet and goes, Pet, the wards, crash them. <laughs> it's about time you did something. And Pet just kind of scurries up on its four little legs. Oh, oh I thought he was playing the drums there. No. Um. <laughs> he's, got, he's, got little metal, he's got little metal feet in his pet. Um, this is not the time, Pet. <laughs> yeah. And, and Santara sort of looks at his 
perhaps best to stand back, Lord Calvanius. <laughs> <laughs> As Pet makes a psychic mastery test, which he's 10 base, but he has to roll 13 total because he has to include three extra wrath die. Um, <laughs> oh, uh oh. Two, three, four, five. This should go interesting. Eight, nine. <laughs> Ten, and then the three extra wrath die. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> Will Pep blow up? <laughs> right, first thing he does. <laughs> uh, hey, Pep didn't do a Perils of the Warp. Good Pep. Oh, wonderful Pep. Good Pep. Good Pep. <laughs> you didn't blow everyone up. <laughs> I knew I could count on you. Yeah, uh, and Pep gets a total of seven... With what do I need for the tetragrammic test? Uh, he actually sort of scurries forward, and you see the sort of brainstem pulse with blue light and a small amount of pink lightning, and you see the tetragrammic wards beneath the shield and past the lightning barrier sort of flex and groan, and a few of them snap and break, but the structure as a whole seems to remain for the time being. Uh, okay. Pet needed to get an eight and just failed. Damn. Okay. Um... Right, I'm going to use Santara to, again, do the same, but for a non-psychic shield. So a, you know, a, yeah. you know, a normal yeah. technical shield. Okay, so uh, Santara sort of looks at the lightning field and goes, uh, well, my lord, uh, we must first pass this barrier. So uh, if you'll permit me, I will give it my best. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he's gonna he's gonna try and make an agility test to jump through the Gauss annihilation field. Okay. Okay. No, he Santara, I didn't know you had it in you. <laughs> he, he's look, he's a brave little guy, and he's greedy because he wants that sweet sweet Xenotech. Um, yeah. <laughs> we all crave um, certain things. Yeah. Uh, so Santara valiantly. Pauses for a second, uses his immense intellect to time it perfectly, jumps, and in midair is struck by a bolt of green lightning. (laughs) So, hit dealing 13 plus 3 extra dice. What are the 3 extra dice going to give us? They are going to give us 2 more damage. So he takes 15 versus his resilience. Where is his resilience? Okay, so he's going to try and soak this. Oh, God. uh, Right. He's taking six damage otherwise. Um, Ouch. Yeah, so he's Santara, gonna, you fool. Yeah, he's going to lose a point of shock. <laughs> trying to soak, and then he's going to roll his soak to try and reduce. And reduces two points, so he takes four wounds. Ouch. Uh, so he's down to five. Uh, he sort of... He does make it through, but he's standing on the side, and the black robe has sort of caught on fire, and he just pats it out. Like, <laughs> oh! Oh. Santara, you greedy bastard. <laughs> <laughs> and if anyone's going to kill you, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> and he sort of just stands up and puts out a shaky thumbs up to that statement. <laughs> <laughs> shaky thumbs up, right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I did it. <laughs> I did it, my lord. I have successfully made it to the other side. Um... <laughs> <laughs> now that he's yeah. there, he's gonna he's gonna use his servo to sort of rip open piece of the wall and start pulling at wires and such like things to try and disable the annihilation field. Yeah. So he's gonna make a tech test, <laughs> which he's much better at than an agility test. Yeah. <laughs> Stop commando rolling through force fields. Or annihilation <laughs> it was the fields. The only way. <laughs> <laughs> 
Tech test. Okay, one, two, three, four. Three. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. Uh, and he sort of, he curses for a second, and then you see him pull out a smaller servo arm that's sort of writhing with red light and just jam it into the wall, and he shudders and appears to sink down for a second. As he loses... How much shock does he lose? He loses one point of shock as he uses his Malefic Machine's ability to put a demon virus in the wall. Uh, but oh. that lets him add two icons, which lets him succeed. Yes. Um, so he basically jams a little stick full of uh, sort of mechanized nurglings, effectively. And you see <laughs> and you see the lightning suddenly slowly stop arcing as the walls rust over. And he says, my lord, the field is disabled. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Santara. Right, let's all move forward. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, the next thing is uh, that sort of weird soap bubble shield uh, that you can only see out of the corner of your eye. Okay. Um, I am going to ask Rama to use mm-hmm. his supersonic weaponry to <laughs> fire at it. Let's, okay, let's test this shield. Yeah, Rama will make himself a ballistic skill test. What's he do for that? He does 10 dice to that. Exactly. Good. Uh, and Rama sort of just nods, strides forward, and then flicks down a lever on the side of the sonic blaster, and the loudest sound you've ever heard just kind of peels out. You can see it vibrate the air around the barrel of the weapon. And you suddenly do see the soap bubble shield for a second as it seems to split open and then devour the energy moving towards it. Hmm. Uh, it appears to have done not much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Interesting. Rama flashes oh. an angry red. <laughs> Don't worry, Rama. You get to use your weaponry again. Um... Good boy. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, let's think what to do next. Um, so there's one shield left. Um, yeah, there's also some... the wards underneath the shield, but those are partially broken now, so mm. they might be easy to break once you get past the shield. Like, you, mm-hmm. you understand how wards work. If you have to, you can just spend time, like, physically destroying them, and that should be yeah. all right. <laughs> yeah. It's, this shield um, is the issue. Mm. I'm trying to think. Um, so, can we actually? Can I investigate anything in that area yeah. to see if there's anything yeah. else? You of... can make me an investigation check. Yes. Okay. Okay. Wow, that was a hell of a roll. Um, <laughs> one, three, uh, five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> wow. Incredible. I literally got. <laughs> that's that's pretty good. <laughs> um, <laughs> a couple of six. Yeah, yeah, that's really good, man. Um, so yeah, you sort of have a quick look around. There doesn't seem to be anything else around here, uh, and you sort of slowly, slowly as possible, reach out towards the shield, and you can feel it flex under your fingers. Like the slower you move your hand, the more it seems to give, but. Just any movement at all seems to make it resist in some way. And just for a moment, you hear another whisper over the Vox, and I would like you to make me a corruption test. Okay. I got six. 
Okay. Yeah, that's that's what you've got currently, but I think it's meant to be your resolve. I'll double check. Okay. Da, 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 da. Let's check the rule book because there's Let's so many rules. The enormous rule book. Um, <laughs> it's huge, isn't it? To, yeah, it's <laughs> wonderfully large. Uh, I must admit, it is your conviction attribute. Com- conviction, right? Okay, four. Okay, so what do I do? Yeah, roll four. Roll four dice. Uh, and- is anything putting this up? And okay. you need to hit a four. Right. Okay. Uh, do I need to roll a wrath die as well? Yes. Okay. So, right. Okay. I got two. Cool. Um, so you fail the corruption tests, uh, which means just for a moment, inside your, inside your own mind, you go, damn this thing. Damn it. God, I wish I knew something beyond this. And you just feel the vox, vox flicker and a pulse of pink light jumps out from your finger. And the shield that you've been touching momentarily opens up and disperses just for a few seconds. Right. And you all hurry right. through. Yes, I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> Santara, this is when you commando roll. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and you do, however, gain two points of corruption. Okay, right. Okay, yep. Yeah, so there you go. Eight. All right, okay. And all that's left is the sort of partially disabled ward. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm going to, can I investigate this as well, please? Yeah, yeah. You make okay. an investigation or a scholar test. Uh, oh, investigation, definitely. Right. Mm-hmm. I have got two, three, four, four. Four. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so you sort of have a look at it. It is a very well-made, very durable ward. It seems to be like the metal it's made out of seems as hard, perhaps harder than adamantium, which is imp- adamantine, adamantium. I uh, forget which one is 40 cases. <laughs> oh, forgive me. Um, <laughs> uh, but you, you feel you could definitely eventually wear it down, but it might take weeks to just simply physically erase the ward to break through. So you sort of okay. turn to Santara as like, Maybe pet <laughs> would be best. <laughs> yes. Psychic that, please. And pet, pet sort of runs forward again, eager to please. Yep. Yeah. So rolls there he goes. Dice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this time you do have a minor perils of the warp, but he does also succeed because he got Excellent six pet. sixes, which is ironic. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> uh, you got six sixes, which is fun, but I do have to make a Perils of the Warp test to see what happens, so let me just find where that happens. <laughs> uh, see, this is what happens when you play with the warp. Temptations of the Warp, malignancies, I think it should be 337. So many pages. <laughs> so many pages. <laughs> uh, there we go. Perils of the Warp. For each one... Okay, yeah. So... I have to roll a d66 and add one because he only got one failure, uh, one, mm-hmm. one, one on his four wrath die that he used for okay. that test, which is impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, so he gets a 22 whispers in the dark. All light sources within 25 meters of the psyker grow dim and shadows pull thickly. Sinister whispers can be heard stirring in the dark and all sentient creatures within range must make a successful corruption test. Okay. And if you fail the test, a vulnerable two for one round, which means your defense is lowered by two points. Right. Okay. Cool. So make your corruption test, and then I will make them for the other three companions. Okay. So uh, is that a die per corruption? Um, 
No, so you just make the conviction roll. So it's your four die with a wrath die included as one of them. Right. Got you. Right. Okay. And your target will be four. <clears throat> okay, I got uh, seven. And cool. I got a six on the wrath die. Wow. That's really good. Cool. So uh, you get your first point of glory for the team. So yeah. Mark this up here. Cool. There's one cool. point of glory that Yay. you guys can spend on various things. Hooray. Nice. Um, yeah. And... You managed to resist this, this <laughs> sort of temptation to in. look over your shoulder. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's like tempting you to turn around and expose your back to a shadow because you hear something behind you. You just stand firm. Well, no done. one tells um, me what to do apart from the Phoenician. Yeah, exactly. Oh, what is this? Oh, is that, that's uh, that's yeah. Fulgrim calling. Yeah, that work, and I don't need that right now. Um, <laughs> Oh, on a Sunday of all things. Uh, Rama's gonna make his test. Uh, he failed. So Rama sorta is a little spooked almost. It looks like he's turning round and round, uh, looking behind him at all times. Does he turn, does he turn white? (laughs) Yeah, he turns white with fright, you could say yes. (laughs) Uh, Santara will make his test. And also fail. So also doing that. It's not really a super bad consequence here, to be fair. And then Pet. Pet succeeds. Pet doesn't care. Well done, Pet. <laughs> uh, and just, yeah, after a few seconds, um, <laughs> the wards have been broken and everything went dark just for a few seconds and everyone got a little spooked except you and Pet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact it's me and Pet. Well, Pet knows what's going on and yeah, I, I've got on. a lot of resolve, so yeah. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Cool. Excellent. Uh, and the wards have been broken. So. Excellent. It's. Its defenses bypassed, the door slides open. Beyond lies something unbelievable. You stare dumbfounded at another perfect tableau. The confused, beautiful face of Fulgrim stares straight back. That's <laughs> where we're going to break for intermission. Oh. I knew where that was going to happen. <laughs> right, we're going to take our first little break, and we'll be back shortly. <laughs> <laughs> And we're back in the next part of the exciting oh, episode of Wrath and Glory. What a twist. So what's go- Who could have what seen that twist. coming? I know. <laughs> Big F is in the building. Father. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So let's get back into it. Let's waste no time. Yes. In case this runs overly long, we have to cut it down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So. I've titled this little chunk, because I've titled all the chunks, I've not been telling people, uh, but this one's oh, called right. A Terrible Truth Revealed. And oh. I feel that's appropriate. <clears throat> <laughs> so, the shock of this unexpected meeting slowly wears away. In the distance, you can hear the shrill cry of alien alarms as green lights slowly flicker to life. All the while, Fulgrim stares at you. He is perfect, unblemished. His white head glows like a waterfall of silk. His violet eyes glimmer like amethysts. He is dressed in armor, handmade but not crude. Surrounding him are brothers of your legion, corrupted and steadfast alike. You see a number of them you thought lost on the killing fields of Istvan, and others you know have spent the last ten millennia raiding under the orders of Commander Eidolon. Laughter and music flashes over the Vox once more. Slowly, very slowly... Shapes shimmer into existence. Five lithe dancers flicker out from between frozen legionnaires 
and a great shadow slinks out from behind Fulgrim. The demonettes chatter and sing, constantly flitting back and forth, nipping at each other's heels. The great shadow looms overhead and grins, revealing a thousand glass needles for teeth. Thank you all so very much, it hisses. Finally we are here. All your searching, all your hard work, it was not in vain. Here stands Fulgrim. Perfection attained, yet unattainable still. It turns to face you, Calvanis. Faithful one, heeder of the silent call, follower of the long, slow whisper, you know what must be done. And a sudden weight forms in your hand. You look down and you're carrying this beautifully curved dagger that throbs with warp-born energy. Mm. Carve my name into his heart. Let me wear his flesh. Let me free him. All your brothers, long lost and true believer alike, will heed your call. Together, we will make the galaxy ours. Or defy me. Rage against me. Refuse me, my Jew, for leading you here. Realize you will never break your father's chains and flee, head hung low with shame. Choose, little puppet. But hurry. A bolt of green lightning streaks past, disintegrating one of your frozen brothers. Behind you, you hear the stamp of marching metal feet. Time is running out. Okay, there you go. Set the scene. Interesting. <laughs> I was really getting into that, to be mm. honest. I was uh, just. <laughs> 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 I was like, oh, carry on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, you fa- to, to recap, you found Fulgrim. Some demonettes have shown yep. up. Some big, mm-hmm. nasty, slaneshi demon of some description has shown up. Uh, and Necrons yep. are beginning to break their way into the room. So, get going. What yep. do you want to do? <laughs> well, I'm going to spit in the face of this demon. I'm going uh-huh. to defy him. <laughs> Excellent. Our legion was never meant to go down the path of chaos. We're far perfect than that. I spit at you, demon. Our father would have never wanted this. You've led him down a merry path. Cool. Um, (laughs) Yeah, resolved to your path, you drop the blade. The demons screech with rage, swooping in for the kill. Uh, It's time for combat. Yay! Yay! Uh, so, the way combat initiative works in Wrath and Glory is pretty interesting because this is much more player-focused. We don't roll for initiative. We don't test to see who gets to go first. Uh, one of the heroes just gets to go first, which is nice. Um, yes. And as you're technically the party leader, Matthew, you can, of course, decide this. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm going to go first. Cool. Uh... The demonettes use a rule called Quicksilver Swiftness to act first without spending ruin, uh, and they don't have to spend ruin to seize the initiative, which is what they're going to try to do. Uh, okay. But you can seize the initiative from a seize the initiative. Do you wish to do so? <laughs> because <laughs> we're, all, we're all lightning fast here, apparently. 
<laughs> yes, I'm going to. Yes. Yeah. I'm excellent. going to try and seize an initiative. So your enemies are, let me, there is a mob of five demonettes and a lone, larger, slaneshi demon of some description. Whoop. Flinging things around. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do? Uh, I am going to shoot my bolt gun. Okay, excellent. Who are you going to target? The mob or the apparent leader? Um, I am going for the mob first. All right. So I'm going to savor my uh, <laughs> fight with him. Wonderful. Uh, so just for your knowledge here, uh, Slaneshi demons have a rule called the allure of Slaanesh, uh, which means you have to use willpower rather than agility or initiative to attack them with ballistic skill and weapon skill. Uh, so you're gonna okay. form your pool a little differently. You've got, I'm checking your stats here. You've got four willpower. So you take mm-hmm. that and you can add yep. your five ranks in ballistic skill, I believe it is. Uh, yes. So you've so, got a pool mm-hmm. of nine rather than a pool of ten for this attack. Okay, and the wrath die. Include, yeah, one of those is the wrath die, yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. Okay, um... you shoot at a mob. Right. Okay. So two, three, four, five. Five successes. Mm-hmm. Um. Cool. Uh. You actually miss. Uh. Demonettes ah. are very fleet of foot and dance around your bullets. You see one sort of pluck one bolt shell out of the air and then throw it away quickly before it explodes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh. You can. Damn. You can move yourself into cover behind things, that kind of thing. It's up to you. What you yeah, I'm going to do. do that. Yeah, yeah. You sort of... I'm going to look for the nearest bit. Cool. <laughs> the nearest bit of cover is what looks like a very heavily corrupted Terminator frozen in place. So <laughs> sort of run around and duck behind him. <laughs> Thank you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. Uh, and then the mob of demonettes is going to attack. Okay. And they are going to sort of flit around, and they are going to try and attack Rama first. So the whole mob is going to go in on him, uh, which means they don't get any more dice on the attack, but they can add two more dice to damage if they hit, which is fun for them. Their weapon skill, nine. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Uh, They get... Ooh, they get real bad. They get three successes, but Rama is defense three, so they hit him. And then they are doing 11 plus three extra dice. Uh, so plus one, so they do 12. He is resilience 12, so this swarm, this flock of demonettes kind of all jumps on Rama from a different, from different directions, and he just stands there and throws them off with a small burst of sound. Uh, cause they do the damage. <laughs> <laughs> Perfection. Perfection. Cool. Uh, and then one of our heroes gets to go. Um, I might yeah. as well have Rama go, actually, I guess. Yeah. I mean, he's in let's close do it. combat. Yeah. Uh, so he's going to whip out his chainsword. Uh, what is his weapon skill? Eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Excellent. Uh, and he's going to just start soaring at the demonettes around him. Good lad. So that's four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh my god, nine, ten, eleven successes. Um, <laughs> wow. Uh, so, because this is a mob, 
Um, for every three over what he needs to hit, he can hit one more. So yep. he can, for a total of nine, he can hit two of them, and he can still shift one for damage as well. So that's pretty good. Um, so he hits two of them, and then he rolls 12 plus two extra dice for damage for a total of... Brutal for a total of 13. Now, your, your average demonet is not particularly sturdy. Um, it's resilience six. So both of them take seven wounds and they are going to attempt to soak. Say attempt. Okay. Because, uh, yep. they need seven successes to not die here. Uh, <laughs> so the first one gets three successes, still takes four wounds and is shredded into a pulp. And the second one, uh, gets four successes. Still takes three wounds because it's part of a mob. It only has one wound and gets shredded to a pulp. So two, <laughs> two demonets down. Well done, Rama. <laughs> How many is there? Uh, there are three more regular demonets, and then there is right. the, the silent the big boy. Baller. Yeah. Yep. Uh, speaking of, it's their turn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it is. It's going to go straight up and attack you. I think because. You're the one who's immediately defied it. <laughs> so, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 on the weapon skill, so it runs in. Uh, does your power sword have parry, incidentally? Yes. Cool. Yes, it does. So, you have plus 1 defense, which puts you at defense 4? Uh, four? Four, 4. Yeah, excellent. So, it's a little harder to hit you. Uh, ooh, okay. So... It's going to hit you, but it's also going to get a complication. <laughs> so let me get that dandy, dandy complication deck out and just see what happens to the demon as it sort of reveals itself as it's not as big as it looked. It appears to be a slightly larger demonette. It was clearly cloaking itself in some kind of illusion. Uh, right. And it rushes out. Uh, redraw that because its claws are not out of ammunition. <laughs> oh, Interesting. <laughs> Yeah, okay, so this attack is still going to hit. I feel I should point that out because it has eight successes versus four, so it's actually okay. going to shift two for damage. Um, yep. Yeah, which also means penetrating activates on the claws as well, so it's going to be AP minus four, but it did blind itself in the attack, so we'll see how its damage <laughs> goes first. So, oh god! First off, you're taking 15 damage with minus four to your armor. <laughs> okay. Uh, so your resilience 12, I believe. Uh, yes. So you're actually resilience eight versus 15. So this will do seven wounds. So mm. I, I imagine the claw just comes in and punctures in through your chest right above your yep. second heart, and the heart just spurts this mist of blood directly into its face, and it just kind of rubs <laughs> yeah. it with a free hand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's funny you say that, because I almost, um, mm. when I was rolling for the minor mutation, I was yeah. I almost rolled for the... Um, toxic blood. Was it the toxic blood? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would have been a thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, the Silent Caller has managed to blind itself, but you've still got seven wounds there i feel you should probably attempt to soak <laughs> i'm going to soak yes so you uh, suffer a point of shock automatically yep just for okay. trying to soak and then you get to roll six dice and every success reduces the damage by one yeah 
Okay. And does what this include a wrath dice as uh, well? This does not. No. You cannot no, critically right. fail soaking, luckily enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I thought you didn't. Right, so six, right. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Right. One, two, three. Three. So instead of taking seven damage, you take four damage. Hooray. Right. Okay. Yeah. So is that four four wounds? Four wounds, yeah. So you should be down to six, I believe. Six. Yeah. You're yeah. not quite heavily wounded, but that one definitely hurt. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> cool. And then it's back to the hero's turn. Uh, we've got- I was going to I was going to say mm. actually because I've got the counter strike talent, which Ooh. means I can strike back Excellent. when attacked in melee. Go for it. Yeah. Right. Ugh. So Make I'm going to attack. strike back with my pat with my power sword. Nice. Right. Okay. So, what do I need? It's your um, weapon skill, but it's based on your willpower, not your initiative, which are the same. So, your weapon skill remains the same, actually. Okay, so, weapon nine. skill is nine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, right. So, let's get this ready. Damn demon. <laughs> right, and that'll include the wrath die as well. Yeah. Right, okay. So, okay, so, one, two... Three, five. Five. On that. Yeah, uh, nothing bad or good on the raft either. Uh, no, God. that was a five. One day, one day. Um, so <laughs> yeah, something interesting <laughs> will happen. <laughs> yeah, uh, so as this, as this claw comes in, you slice up with the power sword, but it sways lively to one side just before getting that big spurt of blood in the face to blind it. <laughs> um, actually, double check, actually, that might happen... Oh, because Counter-Strike happens not technically simultaneously, so that might actually hit. What does Blind do? Uh, <laughs> oh, no, Blind just makes it incredibly bad. It gives it plus four difficulty to anything related to sight. Um, oh, right. Yeah, how okay. Long is, how enough. long does this last? It lasts for end of the round or until it's been cleared with a Medicaid test. So Okay, well, we're not, I'm not going to bandage the demon up. No. <laughs> <laughs> so. no. Demon can stay blind. Um... Yeah, uh, so it's back to the heroes, and Santara will actually call out, Pet, crush them! Uh, and, <clears throat> and Pet just walks up to the mob of demons, and uh, first it's going to do what's called a multi-action, uh, and normally this makes things harder to hit, but Pet has two things mm-hmm. going for it. Its first thing going for it is that it has to attack with willpower instead of uh, agility with its, with its mounted weapons because of the demonettes, but he's willpower 7 instead of being agility 4. So he's actually better against the demonettes than against normal targets with his arc <laughs> prodder and his little stub pistol. Um, and the other thing going for him is uh, his defenses are actually automated. He doesn't control the gun and prod. Santara does remotely. Uh, and so he actually ignores the difficulty number for making multi-attacks. So Pet is uh, going to use the arc prod on the mob of demonettes, use the auto-stubber on the um on the silent caller who's attacking you and then try yep. and do a smite as well. <laughs> wow. Do a bunch at once. Go for it. Pat. Uh but the smite will be much harder to hit. Uh, mm-hmm. So he's going to start out with the uh arc prod into the uh into the demonette mob 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 but then he gets three extra cuz He's actually using his willpower, which is nice for him, I guess. <laughs> it's an interesting interaction, actually, that psychers are really good at beating demonettes specifically up in melee and at ranged. Yeah, using yeah, it's quite, yeah, it's quite <laughs> odd that, isn't it? But yeah, 
Oh, fair enough, fair enough. Um, and, oh, wow. Okay, pet, Pet's out here killing it, as it were. <laughs> um, let me see. That's he's the he's the dark horse of our of our group. Eight, he got he got eleven successes on the arc uh, attack. Well done, pet. Pretty good, pet. Pretty good. So he's going to shift one for damage and still hit two of the three remaining demonettes with that. Just great. <laughs> uh, so this is six plus two extra dice. Uh, so for nothing. So just just six. Uh, Oh, but it is penetrating, but they don't have any armor. So never mind. Uh, Pet walks up and stabs at the mob of demonettes with um, <laughs> with a with a little lightning prod, basically, and yeah, <laughs> and gets a six for damage versus the demonettes' resilience six. So it just arcs lightning over them, and nothing happens. He did his best. Damn. Bless him. Uh, and then the auto stubber is going to sh- fire out from the other side of the shell casing, uh, aiming at the silent caller attacking you. Uh, and we'll definitely hit as well. Pet's good at hitting, just not very strong weaponry, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> um, so, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 successes <laughs> to hit the silent caller, which... That'll definitely hit, and can shift three, which is good, I guess. Um, <laughs> oh, and it's in rapid fire range, so gets four dice technically. Cool. Da, 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 da. And pet gets a total of ten versus resilience four, uh, which does uh, resilience four, resilience six, which does four damage, and the silent call is going to try and soak. Because demons just get to soak because they're scary. Um, <laughs> oh, and soaks four, and so it doesn't actually take any damage. <laughs> ah, here it is. Damn. <laughs> yep. And then finally, Pet's going to try and smite, and this is where things are probably going to go bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I get that feeling. <laughs> get the feeling that this is going to go interestingly. Let's see. Oh no. Okay. Uh, it's just a single. It's just a single failure on the wrath die again. But okay, so it's just a minor perils of the warp. Nothing serious. <laughs> and he did get he did get enough successes to hit. So he's going to do d three mortal wounds to one of the demonettes. He does three. That demonette's going to try and soak. Just real quick. And that demonette uh, takes one damage and is just crushed by Pet's mind. And then we have to roll the perils of the wall for poor old pet. Okay. He got a 44. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> Unlucky for some. Yep, yep. I could be pulling out cards, but I have to sort them out. A whole bunch and it's just... Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just a whole bunch of bother. Where, where is this? Okay, never mind. Where is this? Where's this? 362, 362, right? <laughs> oh, so many pages. There's so many pages in this book. It's in a, it's in a funny order as well, I must admit. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's slightly that's funny. one thing I've, I find when I was trying to learn this game. It mm. is a bit <laughs> in a funny order, yeah. but hey, you know. Hey, look, it works. It works. Exactly. True. True story. There we go. I went too far. And too far. There's too many psychic powers. Uh, <laughs> so for a forty-four, uh, bloodlust. 
Nice. All, all creatures <laughs> within 15 meters of the Psyker begin to suffer from a ringing in their ears and taste the bitterness of iron on their tongues. For the next round, all melee attacks made by such creatures add plus one extra dice to their damage. Uh, so everyone's getting plus one extra dice for all melee attacks damage rolls. Nice. Pretty good. Nice. Pets, pets channeling, channeling the wrath of corn, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I think you that. I guess. Uh, and speaking of which, Santara's going to step forward and he's going to try to stab one, I guess, now that he's all riled up. <laughs> um, <laughs> what is he? He's, but he, he's a bit... He, he does what he wants. I mean, he was, like I said, yeah. he was doing commando rolls through annihilation fields and oh, things yeah, like absolutely. that earlier, so I, I, I don't put it past yeah. that. <laughs> so he's going he's gonna to try and stab one of the two remaining demonettes. Oh, and he got a critical hit as well. Oh, damn. Nice. So, there's a whole card of bad things that can happen to people. So this will be fun. He gets enough to hit, but he can't shift, but he does. He whips out this little demon blade. Uh, but he does get a critical hit. He gets unspeakable carnage. <laughs> I feel like this is a bit of overkill for just the demonette. So first off, he's going to do his, he's going to do his basic damage for the weapon, uh, which is a total of six versus, oh, extra, extra die, which is a total of six versus demonette's resilience six. So normally wouldn't do any damage. It's a crit, so it always does one wound. And then unspeakable carnage, a truly grievous strike. Your attack is a terrifying display of martial prowess. A geyser of gore erupts from the wound, ragged remnants of their body strewn across the battlefield. The target suffers 1d3 plus 3 mortal wounds. Um, <laughs> ouch. For a, total of, for a total of 4, so they're taking 5 damage, they'll try and soak it. They'll do their best, these demons. Um, I thought no. they more wounds. Can, they, can you soak more wounds? Uh, demons are allowed to, specifically. They're oh, I see. Okay. Demonic. Um, yeah, no, fair yeah, point. Yeah, uh, gets two successes on five damage and is just blown up by this little demon-possessed <laughs> knife. Santara rams into its head <laughs> and then... Good lad. A, oh, that's the most terrifying crit possible, <laughs> I think. <laughs> just so many wounds. Um, and we go back to the top of the initiative. Um, mm -hmm. Cool. So, who would you like to go first, hero? Right. So... How many demonettes are left now? Is it? There is one demonette one and left. the silent caller. Yeah. Right. I'm going for the silent caller. Um, with my with my power sword. Yeah. I've had enough of. I've yes. had enough of them. Yeah, and you got that blood on your mouth now, so you really yeah. feel it for melee attacks. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Exactly. Yeah. Make so, yourself a melee uh, attack with nine so dice. So nine dice. Okay. Yeah. Doki. Extra dice for damage. Uh, which, if you get that, damage, so. yeah. Thought so. Right. So five. Right, here we go. Oh, 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 I rolled a one on the wrath oh, no. die. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> but I got I got six on the... Okay, on yeah. The, uh, so you, I got you, three, three exalted. So, yeah, you do actually hit, which is good. Um, but you okay. do suffer a combat complication, so let's see what happens to you. <laughs> um, Damn it, it's going so well. You're also blinded. Oh, no! <laughs> uh, but you get your hit in, so you, okay. you make your make your roll for the power sword, which is, I believe, um, plus 13 plus one plus, extra die. Plus one extra die, but plus one more for pet's bloodlust power that happened right. there. Okay. Uh, so two so, extra die. Okay. And 
Uh, one's exalted, one's normal, so that's what, three? Yeah, so, so you add three for a total of... 16. So uh, versus uh, resilient six, you do 10 wounds. Um, it's a pretty <laughs> mighty strike. Uh, so the silent call is going to try its best to soak. It might live through this. Um, so it gets two successes, which brings that down to eight damage. It only yep. had seven wounds, so you sort of cleave down with two hands with the power sword in the perfect stance you learned millennia ago, and the demon explodes in this geyser of pink dust, which covers your helmet's visor. Blinding <laughs> 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 you. <laughs> it was worth it. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was that was pretty good. God, your power sword is terrifying. <laughs> you don't control me, demon. <laughs> <laughs> You're so strong. Um, the the remaining demon that is going to do its best to just ram its claws down Rama's throat, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh god. Because uh, it's also bloodlusted. <laughs> yeah. Uh, demon at uh, weapons combine. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Excellent. Uh, and uh, gets a critical hit. But it's a troop, so it can't actually crit, so that's fine. It just definitely hits him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a good thing. Good thing. Uh, so it hits him, and it gets an extra die of damage because of the bloodlust. Uh, but it can't shift, so it does one more, so that's 12 versus 12. So Rama's fine again. Again, the claws <sighs> just scrabble off this almost in- invulnerable-seeming <laughs> plate. As the plate flexes very quickly to a battle rhythm. I shall name you Rama the Reliable. Yeah, apparently. And Rama's going to hit back, because he might as well. Damn right. Damn right. He's still weapon skill 8, even having to use willpower. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. So he's going to whack out with his bloodlust as well. Yeah, he's bloodlusted up. Oh... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. He hits perfectly. Uh, Chainsword for him is 12 plus now two extra dice. Roll double one, never mind. Uh, so, but it's still 12 versus six. So the lone demon is going <laughs> to do its best to soak six damage um, with four soak dice. Uh, gets, hey, it gets three. Uh, but that oh, still, means, that still means it takes three wounds as, as it is the last member of a mob. It only had There's one. There's only wound. one. Yeah, yep. and so Rama carves down and just beheads the final demonette. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Um, and then a new player enters the field because it's the second Necrons. round. Some Necron <laughs> warriors march up. Uh, what did I write specifically? It's a mob of five Necron warriors appear, and normally they would have started fighting the demonettes first, but y'all made real short work of that. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it on. Yeah, uh, so they're just going to try and shoot you with gas flares. Um, okay. Two of them are going to shoot at you and two at, and three at Rama, I think. Okay. Four, yep. Five, six, seven, eight. The two clearly very dangerous ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair point. So the two shooting at you get... Uh, good thing, again, good thing they're troops, otherwise that would have been a crit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they get five versus your defense to hit you. And you're currently uh, defense at three. Three, yep. So they hit, and they can actually shift their one exalted for damage. Nice mm-hmm. for them, I guess. Uh, which means it yep. doesn't get penetrating. But they get two extra dice of damage. 
which amounts to nothing. <laughs> um, so it's <laughs> ten. Oh wait, no, they're in rapid fire range. I could add two more. Never mind. Oh, two sixes. Okay, so it's fourteen. Big pardon. Totally, I always forget right. about rapid fire. Um, it's fourteen with AP minus one, so your resilience eleven. So it does yep. three wounds. Um, okay. Which you can soak if you so wish. Uh, I better do, yeah. Yeah, you, so, you are fairly so, heavily injured. So you take a point of shock. Yeah, so sh- shock to nine, and so I've got soak six. Nice. So six yeah. dice looking for three successes. Uh, yeah, I got four. Yeah, cool. You take no damage. Uh, you sort of... Right. Like, the, the gas flares eat through a piece of your armor, but beneath the flesh remains strong. Hooray. Uh, then the other three are going to shoot at Arama. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh my god, my wrath die is hot tonight. Again, if these guys, <laughs> if these guys weren't troops, there would be so many more crits happening. <laughs> what a shame. What a shame. Um, so they get five against Rama as well, so they can shift one to hit him, I think. What's his defense? His defense. Yeah, they can shift one to hit him. And they're in rapid fire range. And there's one extra of them. And that's brutal. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, so, with the gas flares... So, hey, this is the thing I took from... By the way, this is the enemy stat line I took from the guy on the Ulysses North America forum. Thanks for making Necron Warriors nasty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, that's... Three, four, five. So, it's 15 at AP minus one. So that's four wounds through Rama, and he's going to try and soak. He'll take his point of shock. Where'd I put my pencil? Oh, God. Where'd I put my pencil? Ah. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> Technicalities. <laughs> he's going to take a point of shock, and he's going to try and soak. He's soaked six. Very nice. He's taking four damage currently, which, as the hero he is, he reduces to zero as well. Very nice. Mm. Stands firm. Damn right. right, that's why he's Rama the Reliable. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, do you think uh, Pet or Santara should go next? Um, I'm I'm going for Pet, because Pet okay. is just on it. Pet is on it. So, Pet's going to march forward and shoot its auto-stubber, and then it's going to try and crush them with its brain. Because, <laughs> 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 yeah, Pet, you can do it, buddy. So, auto-stubber first, shooting at the mob of Necrons. Should hit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that'll hit. That'll hit. They're on the defense. Three, yeah. Which means it can shift one as well. So, auto stubber, seven plus one, and it's rapid fire one, so it gets one extra. Ooh, ooh, very good. So, it goes from seven damage all the way up to 11 damage. Why? Uh, which does actually get past their resilience. So, two wounds, um, and the one Necron he managed to hit goes down. So, there's four nice. of them now. Four left. Okay, day. Excellent. And then he's going to try and crush him with his mind. Bear with me while I look up the crush psychic power to make sure I get this <laughs> actually right. Because <laughs> psychic power... It's all a learning experience. <laughs> oh, yeah. Telekinesis. Crush. Crush. Here we go. Difficulty number targets defense. Oh, boy. So, we roll our big fistful of dice. <laughs> uh, plus three extra wrath die. All we need is a three... <laughs> <laughs> we have all these dice. <laughs> oh, pet, that's beautiful. You got a, you actually got a crit technically, but you can't crit on psychic powers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but dev, oh my god, 
this is terrifying. <laughs> what have I not, what have I created? So one, two, He's a three, monster. four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen successes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Amazing. <laughs> That's brilliant. Oh my god. Let me just let me just double check how exactly that works for attacking a mob. Um <laughs> Annihilation, hopefully. <laughs> each oh so so because he only needed the three, he's got a couple of sixes that he can shift for extra potency. So that's how yep. that works. Makes um, sense. So where did I put there it is, crush. So for potency he can shift two to add plus one difficulty to the strength or willpower test they have to make. So effects. I should get that first, so uh, the Psyker clamps an invisible force around their enemy, then tightens it to crush away their life. They target one enemy with psychic range attack. If hit, that creature takes 10 plus 1 extra dice damage and must make a successful strength or willpower test or be restrained. While restrained, they can do nothing except try to break free by making another strength or willpower test. If they do not escape, they take an additional 10 plus 1 extra dice at the start of the Psyker's turn for as long as he maintains it. So he's grabbed, <laughs> he's grabbed one of these Necron Warriors. He's going to shift three... For the extra dice of damage. Yep. So it's 10 plus 2 extra dice of damage plus 2 more, so it's 12 uh, versus 9. <laughs> so he actually <laughs> he actually just straight up crushes one of them to death immediately. <laughs> and doesn't even perils. That was incredible. There wasn't a single oh, one in that. There was one well dice done, plus a 3 Pat. and everything else was successes. Pet did very well. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> uh, so, there's, so there's only three left now. Three left um, now. Yep. And Santara's gonna go as well. Yep. And he's he's cooled down a little now. The whole bloodlust thing isn't going anymore. <laughs> yeah. um, so he's like ringing in out, the ears are stopped. Yep. Oh yeah, he's gonna whip out the Volkite weapon. Just to hey. Because uh, everyone, <laughs> loves, everyone loves Volkite. <laughs> everyone likes liquid metal. Yeah, oh, we're getting yeah. burnt. Two, three, four, five. Six, seven. He's not incredible at actually fighting things, but he'll do his best. So, yeah. This is one I had to make up myself, but I think I did it justice. Oh, no. Come back, guys. Come back. Baby, come back. <laughs> oh, no. He got a complication, and he didn't oh. hit. Um, he's gonna, he's gonna spend one of his wrath to re-roll all his fails, except for the complication, because, really, that was disgusting how bad that was. <laughs> okay, now he definitely hit. Yeah, he hit and can shift. That's nice. Nice. Um, so we'll resolve the hit first and then do our combat complication. See if it blows yep. up in his hand or something. Um, <laughs> so it becomes 10 plus 3 extra dice. It's brutal and it has blaze, so this will be fun. So our 3 extra dice become a 4, a 4, and a 6 for a total of 4 more, so it becomes 14... So um, you see, you see him pull out a fairly large Volkite gun, and then just yep. pull the trigger up and down, and one of the Necrons explodes in the shower of molten metal and sets <laughs> sets and sort of sets on fire and begins burning away. At which point, <laughs> something happens to Santara. Oh no! Uh oh! <laughs> what happens to Santara? Do do do! An inconvenient target. 
Something has gone very wrong with this attack. The strike hits a target that is very inconvenient for the current situation, such as an explosive fuel source or the controls to extend a bridge across a chasm. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to say that in, in addition to striking down this Necron warrior, one of the Volkite rays goes loose and strikes a missile rack on top of one of the frozen Terminators. Uh, can <laughs> right, okay. everyone make me an agility roll, an agility check right. to try and dive out of the way? Of these missiles cooking off all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So agility. Would that be athletics? Would uh, that just, be? Or just your agility just, stat. So five. Right. Okay. Yeah. With a rap so, dice as one of them, because you can right. critically fuck this okay. up. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Understandable. Oh, my rap die is really spinning. It's properly oh, spinning. Oh. And it was luckily it was a two. Um, I only got a one on that. Cool. Uh, so you're going to be caught in the explosion. Uh, yeah, I guess Rama, that. <laughs> yeah, Rama's going to roll. Uh, Rama, Rama got a six, so Rama dives out of the way. Then <laughs> Santara got a three, so he's also going to get stuck. And Pet, dear well, Pet, well he calls it so. Yeah, true. Pet, dear Pet, gets um. Oh no, Pet. Pet gets two, so Pet is also caught in the blast. Oh. Um, See, Rama um, again. Rama the yeah, Reliable. Rama the Reliable. Uh, I'm going to very quickly look up the stats on a missile launcher. Oh, no. <laughs> just oh, to see, dear. Just to see how that feels. This was just going so well. It was all chilled. Oh, we were just investigating things, and now we're incredibly well. I know. We got demonettes. We've been. I've been blinded. I blinded a demon before I killed it. Yep, and yep. then now uh, you got missile launches just randomly just go. blowing up. Yeah, uh, it's all so, going on. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say it was a frag missile. That makes more sense. That blew up. Mm-hmm. So yeah, probably it probably won't hurt you guys too much. So first off, it's ten plus two extra dice. Oh, it's ten plus three, so it's a total of thirteen uh, versus okay. each of your resiliences. So you're taking so one. twelve. Okay. Yeah, so you're taking one wound. You can soak that if you want, but it is just one wound. It's up to you. Yeah, yeah, um, I'll, I'll soak it. Cool. Uh, no, no, uh, I won't soak it, actually. I won't, won't soak, soak it, it. Cool. I say. Uh, Santara is resilience nine, so he's taking four, so he's definitely going to soak that because he's only got five left. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so he's soaked yes, please. four. Hey, he managed to get rid of two, but he still takes three. Um, okay. Oh, no, not three. He still takes one. No, still takes two. Okay. I'm good at maths. I'm good at maths. He's Matthew, two, I two, swear. yeah. He takes two. <laughs> he is, is now, he heavily however, wounded now? heavily wounded, so he's now yeah, plus two difficulty to everything, which is a bit rough. And Pet takes three, so he's going to soak. Pet is soaked six, apparently. Fair play. <laughs> Pet is tough. To be fair, Pet's made out of just the most resilient casing possible, so... <laughs> uh, so he's normally taking three, but he soaks three, so he does not give a damn. Nay. Pet stands proud. <laughs> Unbent. <laughs> Not bad. Um, as for the Necron warriors. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. they get caught in it. Um, yeah, I'm going to see. Cause it is... I'll see how well they do on an agility test. Oh, their agility too. Oh, no. Oh, wow. They actually got three successes on agility too. That's still not good enough. Um, uh, two of them get struck, and it's. 13 versus 9, they're not allowed to soak. So, uh, yeah, two of them go down. There's a single Necron left. Um, Is there? I thought there was... I thought they were... There was five. Know, have I done there's them? five total. Pet killed two. Okay. And then... And then um, what's his Santara, name? Santara got one, so there were two left. Yeah. So they're both they're all dead, though. 
Oh yeah, good point. Yeah. yeah. Cool. <laughs> Wonderful. Um so resurrection protocols at the beginning of each round, a mob of Necron Warriors regains one slain Necron Warrior, but should the whole mob be slain at the end of any round, emergencies protocols activate and all remains are teleported away. Um this okay. is the end of the round. So, so they're all at before all the beginning of the round, they're all gone. Uh, you see all the remains suddenly shimmer in a green field and disappear. Well done. You did it. Wow. <laughs> By Yay. cooking off a missile. <laughs> <laughs> Taking a bit of a hit in the, uh, yeah. in the process, but a hey, you know, the got it's the fine. job done. It's fine. Yeah. Um, so you, you seem to all have a few brief moments to, you know, ready yourselves and then presumably flee as the tomb world begins to reawaken. <laughs> um, <laughs> so are you, are you doing anything in this room? Are you taking anything with you, saying anything, anything like that? What would you do in this situation? Um, I, I just, I, I feel compelled to speak to my father yeah. <laughs> of sorts. Um, yeah. Cause I, I just feel that after all these years of being apart, that uh, I need to. I feel yeah. compelled to speak to him. Yeah, um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Father, I I will strive to bring our legion back to its former glory. I'm doing it for you and all our battle brothers. One day, hopefully, I'll be reunited with you. Oh. And... <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> it's, get, it's getting emotional here. <laughs> I said I wouldn't cry. <laughs> It's actually one of my I, one of my fangs bit into my lip. <laughs> That's where the tears are coming from. <laughs> yeah, yeah, clearly. <laughs> right, let us be without the, we're away from this place. Yes. All right. Very well, my lord. And Pet kind of <laughs> and starts trotting away <laughs> on its little carriage. <laughs> All right. So you flee through the endless galleries sued by ever-growing hordes of silver-skinned Xenos. As you twist and turn, you all realize the path back to your entrance is long lost to you. As you turn a corner, you see the mummified remains of a space marine slumped in a corner, surrounded by the bones of mortals. This walkway is the only path forwards, but has been rent asunder by some massive impact. The gap is wide, and the darkness below threatens an eternal fall. <clears throat> Excellent. Um, are the are the remains of the space marine nearby? As yeah, in, are yeah. they on this they're side? Just, okay. Yeah, they're on this side in a corner, basically. Okay, I'm going. I'm going to investigate the cool. uh, remains. Yeah, uh, you can make me a Medicaid or a scholar test. Um, what's that? That scholar's rubbish. Uh, Medicaid? Oh, they're both the same, right? Okay, so it's three. Three. Oh, perfect. Um, so, uh, you can, so you sort of look at this and you see this is, although it's long faded by, uh, you would guess around a century's dust and, uh, you know, slow erasure of time, uh, this, this marine is clearly wearing the colors of the Legion. Uh, and it looks like both he and all the bones of the mortals around him were crushed by some huge blunt impact. Presumably whatever broke the walkway. We will avenge you, brother. Whatever caused this. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Okay. So there's a big chasm. And do you say there's, mm-hmm. is there a walkway? Do you say? Yeah, this is the walkway. There's a chasm in the middle of it that 
It's okay. fairly wide. You you are a space marine. You could probably leap it. Uh, there's a lot of rubble around. You could probably improvise a way across, or there may be yeah. another path. So all kinds of things okay. can happen. Okay. Um, I'm I'm going to leap it okay. because that's You're the hero thing to do. Yeah, hero thing to um, do. <laughs> it's perfection. Right. So okay. Um, would that be athletics or agility? Yes, or? It would be athletics. Right, I've got 12, so (laughs) hence why I'm doing this. (laughs) Right, so 12, right, let's see what goes down. Okay, two, four, uh, six. Nice. Uh, How's that rap die treating you, just to check in? Uh, Three, Uh, three, so nothing. Not a failure is all I needed to hear. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, cool. Uh, So yeah, you sort of give yourself a moment you take a deep breath and you remember your time training on board the battle barge and you just <laughs> the danger room exactly as i remember from a thousand years ago run da, 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 and just leap over this like six meter gap in a spurt of perfect mm. motion it's beautiful you sort of skid to a stop on the other side and pet just kind of bzz, bzz, and flickers a little warp lightning and you, you think that's probably an encouragement sign you're not sure. You can't. You can't. You can't speak Banaric. So, <laughs> what, what 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 color did Rama flash? Uh, Rama's just flashing like a deep purple. So, like, yes, mm. very legionly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rama is also going to try an athletics test to get across. Yep. Makes sense. One, two, three, four, five, six, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There we go. Oh no, Rama! Oh no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So he gets enough to succeed, does he? No, he actually doesn't quite get enough to succeed as well. Um, oh. He rolled a one on the wrath die is the big problem here. Oh. Uh, so Rama leaps out and, um, you know, he's reaching forwards and you just see him slip. But he, last second, his gauntlet clamps onto the very edge. <laughs> uh, and he appears to be unable to pull himself up at the moment. <laughs> okay. Um, right. Okay. Can I help him? Yeah, yeah. Make a strength um, check, uh, I'm going to say. Strength check. Right, strength. With so... your massive amounts of strength. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, so that is eight. So nice. let's see. let's see what goes down. No one on the wrath dice, please. Oh, shit. I got one <laughs> on the wrath dice. Um, oh, right, no. so, well... <laughs> but I, I got uh, one, two, four, five. So I got okay. five, but I got one on the wrath dice. One on the wrath dice. So there's a complication... But you did mm. get high enough for me to let you pull them up. So I'm going to just... Just have a look at some of these combat complications that work. Yeah, that one works good. Um, so, dropped weapon. Uh, which of your three weapons would you like to fall into the abyss? Um, I presume you mean my bolt gun, plasma pistol, or so power, power sword. sword. Yeah. You're um, going to lose something pulling him back up. Right, makes sense. Um, I'm going to lose my bolt gun. Okay, yeah, so it's normally slung on a sling over your shoulder. Slung on a sling. Uh, um, slung <laughs> on a sling. Yeah, uh, but something you didn't realise slightly earlier is that when that massive claw came in and punched a hole in your chest, it also frayed part of the harness. Uh, and as you reach mm. down and grab Rama by the collar and just hoist him up one-handed, the the harness finally snaps. You see your bolt gun tumble down into darkness. And it actually lands right. down there, and you see it fire off a single round from the impact. So right. Like, <laughs> Rama, you Rama, you owe me a bolt gun. 
uh, <laughs> Rama sort of turns grey and hangs his head a little. <laughs> mm. Looks ashamed. Um, cool. And uh, then over on the other side, Pet and Santara sort of look at each other. They're going to look around real quick, see what they can do. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, and uh, you see Santara actually run over to part of the wall and just sort of hammer at it quickly and make a tech test. Uh, which is incredible, because he has too many bones. <laughs> These goddamn mechanicus. Oh no. Oh no. Santara, what are you doing? Um, <laughs> and you see, because he got, he, he succeeded, but he got a complication again. Um, so he, <laughs> oh no. Uh, he, he spotted what looks like a hidden pathway on the wall, uh, runs over and sort of thrusts his hand into an opening and sends out a little data spike. And you see a door slam open. Uh, just for a few seconds, Pet scurries in, and as you see Santara run in, uh, the door slams back down and actually appears to cut off the back of his mechanical foot. Uh, and you hear sort of a <laughs> muffled from the other side. Um, and a few moments later, a similar door opens up on this side of the of the gap, and Santara limps out, leaking this long trail of uh, black oil. Uh, he doesn't appear to be hurt, but he's definitely slowed for the time being. Right. Okay. Doing all the risky business, this guy. I don't know why he's such a adventurer. <laughs> I was going to say, he's, he's not quite how I'd imagine to be, but I think that's quite yeah. my, my, my yeah, fault. I so good. music. I enjoy it like that, yeah. <laughs> he's, so, he's so risky. <laughs> or risk it for a biscuit, oh, says Rama. Damn um, right. Yeah. Oh, not Rama Santara. Rama doesn't say anything. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Cool. Um, and you can continue forwards. Yes, we yeah. shall. You run Endeavor through on. more of these corridors. Uh, you notice that the the frozen coolant over the floor appears to be slowly draining away as systems come back online and such. Uh, and suddenly, Santara skids to a stop and says, "Lord Carvanius, look!" An Aldari portal and sort of points into a side room where these there are these two long curves of wreath bone on the ground, separated from what appears to be their mount by a pile of rubble where the ceiling's caved in a little. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, right, let's go Let's go through it. Cool. Uh, so this is an interesting little thing Wrath and Glory has in- introduced, and I'm explaining this in full because this is a little complex mechanically. This is called a threatening task. Okay. Um, so what it is, you guys have five rounds to reawaken this portal and escape while you're under attack by the Necrons because at this point you've run into the room you can see them tramping down the corridor behind you. Uh, right. So the way this works is there are five rounds to do this. There are four steps to doing this. You can complete okay. one step per round. Um, yep. it's, a, it's a little complicated, I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry? Uh, yeah. It's like a it's a time challenge, effectively. Yeah, no, I get it. So, I get it. It's like a, yeah. bo- it's like a sort, sort of, not a boss fight, but like a... yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? It's, it's yeah, a little bit it. of boss fight as well, because there's a whole bunch of Necrons yeah. coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, no worries. Yeah. So, uh, I've done this the simple way, which is I've set up the steps you need to do. The more complicated way is we would do it step by step, talk with each other and figure out what the next step could be, and then act that step yeah. out. But, okay. keeping it simple, there are four steps. Step one is realign the gateway with a strength test. Okay. Step two is reawaken the Wraithbone with a psychic mastery test. Okay. Step three is sculpt it back into shape, either with a ballistic skill test from Rama or a psychic mastery test. Okay. And step four is use a tech test to splice it into a Necron power source and get it running. Right. So, 
Okay. If if you guys can complete those four steps before five rounds have finished, uh, you can escape through this portal effectively. Um, right. Okay. There is one further complication to this, which is every round only certain people can complete these tasks. Uh, and every right. round yeah. I'm going to draw two wrath cards, and each of the wrath cards has two keyword little stamps on it. Uh, and if you, if the keyword stamp matches someone from the party, they can attempt the test. So, for example, if there was a Mechanicus keyword, Santara could try the test. But if there was a Chaos keyword, any of you could try the test because you all have the Chaos right. keyword. Got you. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, which, which is the, it. which is the griff because if I just draw a bunch of Imperial <laughs> keywords, none of you can try the test that turn. Yep. Um, yeah. Um, and the thing is, if it, if it gets down to it and there's only one round left, you can try to do all the remaining steps in a single round, but it adds the difficulty up significantly yep. higher. Yeah, um, makes sense. Right. And just just let me know if a complication happens on any any of the tests you end up yeah. doing, because uh, that can yeah. mess things up as well. So let me get yeah, the threatening task page open so that, <laughs> so that I know exactly how I'm doing things. Where Where's the threatening tasks? Do, da, 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 da. do they have to be done in that order as well? Uh, not necessarily. Well, kind of, actually, yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm guessing they would. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes they yep. don't have to. Sometimes they do. Uh, threatening tasks. Here we go. 254. Again, this is a very big book. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, it is. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So there were there can potentially be complications, but we'll see how we go. So okay. it's round it's round one. Uh, this is not quite a combat round style where we, every character has to go through the initiative. Basically, someone okay. gets to make the test. Everyone else can make tests to help. Like they could make ballistic skill tests to help fend off the necrons, that kind of thing. Got cool, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So our first two keywords we have. Oh, luckily we have Chaos and uh, Mechanicus as the first right, two keywords. So, so any of us can do this one. Yeah, and um, this one what's... is a difficulty six strength test to realign right. the gateway. Okay, that would be... I'm going to do that. Okay, excellent. That makes sense. Right, you so are I've got... Yeah, strength eight. Okay, yes. so... So eight die, including a rough die. Right, okay. Let's do this. <laughs> Okay, that didn't go that well. Oh, no. Um, I got three, a three, but I got a one on the wrath die. Oh, no. Um, would you like to spend a wrath to re-roll all your failures? Yes, I'm going to, actually. Yeah, cool. So, so I'll be down to one wrath. Uh, yeah. So I'll take that. Do I? Does the wrath die still uh, The wrath count? die stays a one. You can't re-roll right, so, one. So I re-roll the, the other, the other you failures. You re-roll all right, the so. other failures if they are ones, even if they are ones, but the wrath die on a one can't be re-rolled. St- got that. you. Right. Yeah, okay, yeah. so that stays where it is. Right, I'll re-roll the other ones. Oh, that's much better. Right, so, so I got one, two, four, six, eight. So nice. I got three sixes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you definitely so, succeed. So, so, yeah, we succeed, have a succeeded with the complication. Yeah, yeah. so our complication, okay. we get to roll a d6. Uh, it okay. is a hindrance. A hindrance okay. makes the task more difficult. An important tool breaks. The hero's recollection, recollection of the required procedure is unclear, or turbulence tosses about the plumbing shuttle. A hindrance result increases the difficulty for all other tasks, tests for the rest of the task by one. So things are going to be <laughs> right. a little more difficult now, but it's not as bad as it could be. Uh, right. So you yeah. kind of you kind of heave like one at a time, heave these giant wraithbone pillars up into place, 
And although you get them in place, they're looking just a little bit unsteady. So everyone else is going to have to be a little more careful. Right. Got you. Okay. Cool. Makes sense. Um, right. At which point the mob of Necron Warriors attacks and it's just going to, it's just going to ping one shot at each person because there's 10 of them so they can split up fire. Uh, one, two, three, <laughs> four, five, six, seven, eight. 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 Skill. Yes. So they make their attack. Oh no, they get a complication. <laughs> <laughs> and only four successes, uh, which will, to be fair, hit everyone actually. But they get the complication, this big mob of Necrons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they are restrained. Interesting. So um, what happens is basically these lances of green lightning shoot out. They do strike each of you, but one strikes out and actually collapses part of the ceiling in the corridor outside, and you see <laughs> the Necrons are struggling to crawl out of their constraints. Um, so they are going to hit, <laughs> but it's not so good for them. Um, so they do 12 against each person at AP minus 1, so they do 1 to you and 1 to Rama. Yep. Um, um, which you can take or you can soak, it's up to you. I may soak it because the thing is, I'll be I'll be going down to half wounds. Yeah. I think. Okay, that's a good idea then. Uh, Rama's so, just going to take it because he has, actually hasn't been hurt yet. <laughs> no, yeah, he'll take it. So I, I roll I roll six then, don't yeah. I? Cause, yeah. And all you need is so. one success. Uh, yeah, I got three. So cool. Yeah. Good, good, good. Uh, so Sakara I... is definitely going to soak because that would be three damage, and he's only got three wounds left. Uh, <laughs> so he doesn't want that oh god he only saves one yeah. so he takes two so he's down to a single wound yeah see this <laughs> is what gallivanting behaviour yeah. causes <laughs> yeah apparently Re- reckless pet is going to soak one two three four five six pet's going to soak because otherwise he's taking three and yeah pet doesn't care Pet does not. <laughs> pet, pet is unharmed. <laughs> God, it's <Amazing>. invincible. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, and Santar is just Santar is going to try and Medicaid check on himself just to try and get the one wound back. Real quick. Yeah, probably handy. <laughs> Four, five, six, seven. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you see, uh, you see this bolt of green lightning, like, shear off one of the tendrils, and, uh, Santara quickly just gets, <laughs> Santara quickly just gets a little tube of, like, it looks like adhesive, and seals over the oil sort of leak that that's caused, and gives himself one more wound back. <laughs> nice. Well oh, done. Poor boy. He's only up, he's only got two wounds. He's looking a little rough. Um, so that was that round. Then we're on round two. We need to reawaken it with a psychic mastery test, uh, which means okay. Pet's up, obviously. Yep. Yep. Pet's here, and he's ready to just ace this psychic mastery test. Don't let us down, Pat. You're our boy. Ten plus three extra wrath die. Oh, boy, Pet. Uh, wow, Pet continues to be massively reliable. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> didn't get a single, didn't get a single perils. Good for him. Nice. So he's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, which is good because that was shifted up in difficulty to a difficulty six. But he does not care. 
Um, so you see Pep kind of stamp forwards and lightning arcs out from its sort of cylinder. And slowly but surely the wraith bone starts to glow and look a little fluid and moldable. Excellent. Um, cool. Would you like to perhaps fend off the Necrons for this round? Yes. So, because we've done, so we've done, we've done the first two things. Yeah, done the first two things. It's been two rounds. Uh, we did get the chaos keyword this round. I just double checked. (laughs) Right. Oh, yeah. (laughs) To make sure Pet was allowed to do that. Yeah. Which he did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. So you make like a ballistic skill test to hinder the Necrons effectively. Uh, you see one of them has broken free and its flesh actually, well, flesh metal actually molds itself into a much taller, more regal-looking shape all of a sudden. Oh, okay. Um, right, so let's think this, because I've got a plasma pistol left now because I've lost my bolt mm. gun. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, let's let's do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to okay. sling out my plasma pistol. Right. I'm assuming you're not so... going to overcharge it. <laughs> no, not at the moment. Uh, <laughs> Just see how <laughs> that goes. <laughs> Right, so plasma pistol. So that'll be weapon skill. Will it be uh, ballistic skill? Because they're not oh, currently ballistic skill. In a fight obviously, yeah, it can yeah. be weapon skill, but only if you're in melee with them. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's what I was getting. Right, so Go that's ten. Yeah, that is ten. So, yeah. so that's ten die. Right. Let's see. They're going all over the place. There we go. Right. So I got. Oh yes, this looks quite nice. So two, three, five, seven. Eight. Nice. Nice. So three, three, yeah, it was, yeah, I got, yeah, three exalted. So eight. Um, so cool. You needed a three to hit. So you can, (laughs) you can, um, I'm pretty sure you can push two of those exalteds into damage if you'd like. Yeah. I was going to, I was going to, because yeah. 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 So you've you've shot the one that's appeared to be leading the group in the face with a plasma pistol. Uh, what's the damage on that? (laughs) Uh, plasma pistol is 15 plus one extra dice. So now it's AP minus three. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> so roll your roll your three extra dice there. Yeah, because yeah, because that's including the two two mm. that I've pushed, isn't yeah. it? So yeah. Uh, right. Do I need to do a wrath dice on that one, uh, or no, just three? No, no thought not. <laughs> uh, I got three because I got a, wow. a exalted as well. So oh, yeah, three. Excellent. So you do eighteen with AP yep. minus three. Uh, yes. Puts them down to six versus eighteen, which is twelve. Uh, he's going <laughs> to spend a point of ruin and try and soak that. Um, <laughs> Melt his face. <laughs> it's entirely possible. So currently he's taking currently he's taking twelve wounds. Yep. Um, oh, that's not a great soak either. So he's he's, he's shifted it down to nine. What do you know? Okay. Um, he still only had six <laughs> wounds. So you kind of whip out the plasma pistol and just aim it perfectly at this uh this leader Necron's head and it just evaporates <laughs> in this ball of green plasma. Take that Xenos. Well wow, that was scary. <laughs> that was <a> good shot. <laughs> wow. Um, cool. Nice. Excellent. Uh, we'll go round to the next round then. So this okay. step is sculpt the Wraithbone back with either a Difficulty five now, ballistic skill test, or difficulty seven, psychic mastery test. Uh, would you like Rama or Pet to take care of this? Right. Um, okay, Rama or Pet. So, what? What's um, what's Rama's ballistic? Uh, he's skill ten, and he'd need five successes. Pet is rolling thirteen dice, but needs seven successes. Mm, 
and can also perils when he does it. <laughs> yeah, let's go for armor. Cool. Uh, just checking the wrath cards. We have yeah, we have the chaos and the mechanicus keyword. So yes. Yep. Cool. Uh, can Rama, do it. Rama is free to begin sculpting. So he sort of nods at you, then sets the sonic blaster to mildly deafening instead of excessive. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Turn that volume down. Seven, eight, nine, ten, and he's going to try and do a ballistic skill test to use sound to mold this like liquid wraith stone, wraith bone. Nice, good lad. Oh no, uh, he probably succeeded. Did he? Yes, he did succeed, but he got a complication. <laughs> hey, why not? Why not? Uh, which is another hindrance. <laughs> so now everything's plus two. <laughs> Um, so yeah, he got, he got three sixes as his only successes, but that's six, he needed five. Uh, yep. so he's molded it in shape, but because he's doing it with this very heavily discordant sound instead of the beautiful light music of the Eldar, um, it's still, <laughs> it's gone from looking shaky on its plinth to it's now solid on the plinth, but there are a series of cracks up and down the wraith bone, uh, showing it's become a little brittle due to rough treatment. Right. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so things are things are getting a little more difficult, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, fine. almost there. Um, One yeah. to go. Uh, the Necrons have now fully disengaged themselves from the rubble, and they're just going to make a shot at you and Santara, who are the only ones out the front right now. One, two, three, yep. four. Yep. Okay. Six, seven, eight, and they get wow! They get a single success, and it's <laughs> entirely. That's impressive. <laughs> That's a lot of ones and twos. <laughs> uh, I think it was the intimidation of taking down their leader. <laughs> oh, absolutely, yeah. Uh, you noticed that they did su- suddenly become a lot more robotic in motion as soon as the leader was melted. <laughs> it's a known fact that plasma pistols and necrons don't go together. Yeah, apparently. Um, yeah, and if you guys want to do anything to help the final stage, so you've got this round and then next round will be step four to splice it into a power source. Right. Uh, so you could make a test of some kind. Pick a pick a skill and tell me how you do it to try and make that step slightly easier because it is now difficulty nine. Right. Of all okay. The that have been going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the last one's a tech test, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it will be Santara doing that, but it is actually quite a difficult tech test. Right. So what what is the te- what is the test like? What 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 is the what is he doing? So he's going to try and take this. Eldari webway portal and using yep. a mixture of scrap code and spare parts, splice it into the power power source in the wall, basically. Like, there's this green light moving through the walls to keep everything lit, and obviously that's the system. So he's kind, kind of going to try and jack it into the tomb world itself to see if he can turn it on that way. Right, okay. <laughs> yeah. Right, okay. I'm trying to think. Um, I'm going to see if Pet could... I don't create some sort of shielding of some sort. Ah, you psychically, yeah, clever. Just because yeah, um, knowing knowing how things are getting a bit brittle up there. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I want him to like you know throw some psychic through yeah, the wraith uh, bone and see if it yeah. can sort of secure it a bit better. Uh, that is fantastic, actually, because Pep does know the force field power, which would oh. let him do basically exactly that. One, two, yes. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. So you instruct Pet while Santara is busy, busy staunching his own wounds, and Pet just and yep. stalks over <laughs> the wraith bone. Yeah. Uh, come on, Pet, don't fuck this up now. <laughs> yeah, please. No, again, no. Um, 
No perils of the perils. War. Pep, no, Pep, nice. got, Pep got his two, and then he gave up on any of that nonsense. Um, <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, I will definitely give a bonus with uh, eight successes. Yeah, um, which I'm going to say is I'm going to give an extra two dice bonus to the tech test. Okay. To make it slightly better. Um, speaking of which, okay. it's the next round. Right. Uh, we get to see who's up. Let's see. Let's draw our key cards, keyword cards. <laughs> we get, yeah, we get chaos and So hooray. Go Santara. Santara leaps into action, having to roll a 13 dice tech test. <laughs> yep. So he gets two extra two, two, dice. Four. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Including, including dress. So it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Beautiful. And, you know, his hands are a little shaky, but Pep's there stabilizing the Wraith Bone so it doesn't just blow the hell up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's not good because it's difficulty nine. Um, mm. <laughs> two, three. That's uh, four successes and a complication versus nine, so he's going to spend his final rap to reroll all his failures. <laughs> okay, good show. Because uh, that's not good. Four no. successes on 13 dice. It's not good. Uh, that's a little better, but it's not much better. <laughs> He's not rolled a single six, so that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven successes, uh, which doesn't pass at difficulty nine, thanks to all the hindrances. Nope. Yep. And a complication, the complication being another hindrance. So <laughs> there is one more round. The next round will be the last round you can escape, um, yep. at which point it will be a difficulty ten tech test. <laughs> On that, right, okay. So uh, I suggest everyone do their best to make that test as easy as possible this round. <laughs> yes, okay. Um, Whether it's removing distractions or, you know, clearing up a new power source or things like that, go wild, use your imagination. Right, okay, let's think about this. So he's going to have to, right, so Santara's having to do the job. Um, you know I'm what? going to, what? You do You do have two spirit stones on you. I'm just saying. Ah, I do. Yes. Oh, Good show, I knew those actually. would be useful. I knew those would be useful somehow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't actually think um, of that when I wrote this. Yeah. I'm trying to think now. Okay, what would the... Um, yeah, let's let's use them to... Because obviously they, I'm sure they mm. they could be used with the wraith bone. So, yeah. yeah let, let's just slap one on each pillar, see what happens. Yeah, see what happens. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Cool. Yeah, so that's what you'll do this turn is you sort of turn away from the Necrons at the entrance and run up. Uh, Pet lets you through the force field and you just slap one soul stone onto each yep. pillar. And for a moment, this, the Wraithbone runs liquid again and forms like a very sad, guilty, shamed looking face that screams <laughs> at you for a second. And then the Wraithbone flickers back and uh, appears much more stable as the spirits okay. within the Wraith, within the spirit stones uh, begin doing their magic, as it were. <laughs> <laughs> you're the only way out of here <laughs> help me it's win-win yeah right um okay so i'm gonna say use two spirit stones so that's gonna remove two levels of hindrance for that right test. okay so, so it's down to eight back down to eight yep. which is not yep. so bad as ten um no okay i'm and, going uh, to i was gonna say Ra yeah what yeah are you gonna do with he, rama uh rama is i'm thinking he's going to I think he could either distract because there's still Necrons coming, isn't there? Mm, yeah. So yeah. saying he could either do that, or I'm thinking 
he uses his sonic weaponry to, I don't know, just... Keep the right burn in check? <laughs> yeah, I'm think- that's what I'm thinking. Just, yeah, yeah sod the neck. Yeah, okay. yeah he's going to do that. So he's, yeah, he's going to turn back to the pillars as well and try and, along with the spirit stones, keep them in working order. He'll make a ballistic skill check. Pretty good. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine successes. Yeah, so Rama yeah. is sort of hosing it down and um, just making sure it stays supple, effectively. Yeah. <laughs> supple. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. beautiful supple wraith bone. Uh, <laughs> And I'll, I'll, I'll make that the two dice bonus to the test. Um, right. So and the mob of Necrons are gonna, just gonna take a couple of pot shots. They're gonna shoot yep. at you, clearly the yep. one who's doing the most work stabilizing <laughs> this thing at the moment. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, oh, wow, they got another, they definitely hit you, but they got another complication. Hey. <laughs> um, uh, they are gonna shift two into damage. Okay. So we'll do that first. Uh, rapid fire as well. Oh boy. So that's five extra dice, brutal. Pretty nasty. So it's four, five. So it's fifteen with minus one to your armor. So four. It's four. Total. Yeah. Uh, definitely uh, gonna. Yeah. Go soak that. Go for it. Soak that. So six. Was it four? Did you say? Uh, it's uh, four wounds. So yeah, you need four successes to take no damage. Uh, I've soaked up uh, three of them. Cool. So you take one wound. It's a little. Okay. Sword. Yeah, so I'm down to heavy wounds now, because I've on yeah. four. Uh, and the Necrons draw for their complication, falling prone, uh, they stumble <laughs> or slip. Um, so they're, they're sort of nets, pulling... They? Yeah, they're very clumsy Necrons. They're pulling themselves out of the rubble, and as they're doing so, they're trying their best to do their standard Necron advance forwards, and they walk through the puddle of uh, melted Necrodermis, and the first one just falls flat as it slips on the remains <laughs> of, the lead- of the leader. It's always fun. Um, and we get to the final round. This is the final round. This can be completed. So right. we'll see how oh. this goes. So we we've got... Words. So, right, okay, yep. We do have chaos. Excellent. We don't have so Mechanicus so... specifically, but that's fine. <laughs> okay, so we so from my understanding, we've only got 15 dice, because we've yeah, just got two. because yeah, Pets maintaining and, the force field. And difficulty eight. Yes. So if right. this fails... I will, I know, eat these dice at this point. <laughs> Six, seven, eight. Whoop. <laughs> Ten, 12, 13, 14, 15. Santara's right. doing their best with two yeah. wounds left. It's why this is so difficult for him. It's making everything hard. Oh, that's good. No complication. That's all we needed to do. Excellent. See, well One, done, Santara. When it counts. Three... Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Yay! Yeah. That's like more like it. Excellent. Um. So, Santara finally manages. He's been like pulling out bits of wiring out of the floor and everything, and finally gets this <laughs> connection going. And a bolt of green lightning runs along it. And suddenly, in between these two wraithbone pillars, a small tear in reality opens up, and it's this deep, shimmering blue, and it pulses gently. Uh, and you all dive through <laughs> for a moment. <laughs> it feels as if you're swimming in deep, cold water. Suddenly, you break free, finding yourself adrift in an enormous cylinder of wraithbone. Debris gently drifts past you, bobbing in the zero gravity of subspace. You spot what looks like the remains of a long-dead Imperial ship drifting a short way away. You clench your fist. A new day beckons. 
Da, 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 da. Da, da. You successfully escaped into the webway. Well done. You survived. Yay. My house of terrors. Ah. <laughs> well done, team. <laughs> good job, everyone involved. <laughs> That's good. That's a handy little. No, I enjoyed that. that. Nice that... and smoothly came out yeah. exactly as long as I wanted. <laughs> which is yeah, exactly. No, I re- I really enjoyed that. I must admit, like I was saying to you in the in the break we had, I must admit yeah. it was sort of at first I felt a bit sort of. Yeah, you know, fish yeah. out of water, and now you know. Now I'm like, you know, getting into. Once you get into the swing of it, you're like, mm. you know, even like things were starting to click as well. I suppose it's like yeah. anything when you actually playing you it makes such a yeah. difference. Like yeah. even towards, you know, the end with the combat, I was like, you know, in my head, I'm mm. like, right, so that's so that six dice for soak, then that's this yeah. for that. You know, I was like in my yeah, head, yeah, I was it. doing, I was <laughs> learning it as we were going. So no, I I really enjoyed that actually, mm. and it just that's shows that, yeah, <laughs> and it just shows that you got so much, you know, so much opportunity with this game as well. Mm, and mm. it, I, I must admit, when, before we even recorded yeah. this, and obviously we were going through my character, you know, trying to sort my character mm. sheet, I was very intimidated by this. Not not the actual <laughs> game, but you just think, wow, there's yeah. so many stats, and then you've got linked attributes, you've got combat yeah. traits, mental traits. Yeah. And I was thinking, wow, this is a bit much, you know, for, to, to, for me to try and absorb. But to be honest, as long as you've got, a, a really good GM like yourself, oh. Cameron. You did a fantastic <laughs> job, mate. Well done. <laughs> and, you know, I think once you sort of get in the zone, it actually mm. starts to click uh, yeah, quite yeah. well. And obviously, it is difficult because we're trying to do it just as two people. You know, obviously, yeah. in, in reality, <laughs> you'd be doing this around, you know, an actual real yeah. table. We're not yeah. continents apart like we actually are <laughs> in real life. And there'd be more people with more thoughts because mm. obviously, you're reliant on your own thoughts. You're trying to, yeah. you know, in that yeah. sort of sense. So, I thought it was, yeah, like I said, it was just really good fun. And I would definitely want to play more of this now. I think this has sort of really given me a a sort of bug for that. (laughs) A taste for it. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I think the only thing I would sort of, you know, if I had to sort of say anything, and Mm. this is more for the book, I find the book a bit confusing at times. I think that's a known thing. And and I'm not heavily criticizing it it's just more of an observation but i think for anyone that's interested in wrath and glory and say you you buy the core rule book i mean you've got the physical version i've got a pdf Mm. version but regard either way it can be a the order they explain things can be a bit confusing and you know where you're thinking it it just Mm -hmm. almost like the book needs just a not a rewrite because i think it's Mm. more the order of how things are explained could be a little bit better at times so i think if you're a newbie especially like me who like (laughs) i said who's never played any of these sort of games it was a bit wow you know i don't know what i'm doing here but you know we we got there you know yeah exactly we finished so (laughs) hooray so no i yeah (laughs) so yeah no i hope i hope everyone listeners really enjoyed this because like i said it's been it's nice to do something a bit different as well you know yeah and it just shows that you know we're like i said we're you're in australia i'm here in the uk Mm. but you know we're not even what we know we can't even see each other we're doing this purely (laughs) from an audio point of view but it worked though you're rolling dice you've got oh yeah you know access to everything so it shows that you can do it this way and Mm. yeah yeah, Hooray. It's exactly that was Hooray. really, really good. And, you know, maybe we'll see um, Calvanius and co. in future. Um. <laughs> I, I really do, actually, because I, I yeah. love the uh, the other characters as well. I think oh, just yeah. <laughs> Pet, Pet was brilliant. Was so was great. good. I don't know how Pet's so good at things. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, it's been, no, that was really good fun, actually. More, mm. I, I was really looking forward to it, but I actually, 
I, it really wants me to play more of that now. I yeah, really actually absolutely. got a bit of a bug now for that. And I think, and maybe for anyone that's listening, I feel a bit more relaxed about it now than mm. I did a couple hours ago. You know, like yeah. at the start, I was like, uh, well, okay, how's this? You know, I don't, yeah, I'm not really yeah. used to this side of things. Whereas now I feel like if we, if we did another go at this, you know, or mm. another episode in the future, or whatever we played it off, off the air as such, yeah, I, you know, yeah. I'd feel much more comfortable doing this. So no, oh, yeah, really good. Good. Wonderful. All right. I think it's time to do a giveaway like we yeah. promised. Absolutely. So as we said at the start of the episode, um, we've been donated, well, we were donated a few codes from, uh, from Ben Merch at uh, Pachan Games, uh, the company responsible for Warhammer Quest 2. So big thanks mm-hmm. to Ben for giving us these codes. He gave us a, a few codes for basically Cameron and I to try mm-hmm. out the Warhammer Quest 2 game that's, like I said, recently been released. Yep. We got a spare yep. code and Ben was uh, lovely enough to let us give it away. And so mm-hmm. like I said, Whoever first, you know, the first person to use this code gets it. And like I said, this is a, a Steam code. So let's go for it. So it's mm. E for Echo, H for Hotel, Y for Yankee, B for Bravo, 5, hyphen, W for Whiskey, 7, Q for Quebec, uh, T for Tango, F for Foxtrot, hyphen, J for Juliet, B for Bravo, R for Romeo, J for Juliet, and N for November. So, yeah, mm. whoever's got that code, well done. <laughs> and enjoy. enjoy it so uh, like i said yeah <laughs> so that's uh i think a very appropriate to so do a little giveaway yeah. on our anniversary episode yeah absolutely. and uh yeah like i said like oh. i said at the start of the show it's weird that we're now a year on and oh man it's ridiculous <laughs> it really is <laughs> i mean what's like just briefly what's been your sort of highlights of sort of this Ooh, first year my highlights of this first year i think just the response from the audience is probably mm. what it is i because, you know, you and I, we started this together and you're like, it'll be a bit of fun. We'll probably never yeah. be massively popular. And then here we are yeah. sitting on, what, over 20,000 downloads or something at this point. Yeah, almost 30, going towards 30 now. God, oh my God, <laughs> it never ends. Um, and, you know, we're, every day we're interacting with people across the world on Twitter mostly, but also in our Discord. Um, you know, we're occasionally talking with actual creators from Games Workshop. We're talking to Gav Thorpe and that whenever we make silly uh, or, or uh, autocorrect errors in tweets about books. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. I think that's my personal highlight was Gav Thorpe noticing me and saying my story was nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah. I, I totally get that. I, th- I think, it, sort of just echoing what you've said, I think for me, this sort of first year has been... Mm unbelievable i think really when you oh, yeah. like i said to you like i said at the start of the show i remember thinking about doing this when i was away with my wife and a couple of friends we basically mm. rented out like a little little uh forest cabin type sort of setup <laughs> last sort of you know well yeah it was around january end of january last year yeah and you know i was thinking you know we've been doing podcasting for a little bit let's let's do, like i said let's do a warhammer one and mm. like like i said i i thought it'd just be a bit of fun and it don't get me wrong it is but i it's never a ima- <laughs> i never it's a, it's a hell of a lot of fun and i never imagined it would be as you know, when i say big as mm. it is i mean we're not yeah you know i mean we're not taking over the world but <laughs> you know in a in in a year what we've mm. managed to do as in how many people listen to us we're in talks with black library authors that are on you know yeah. on the verge of coming on the show we've had you know people like Stephen rhodes you know mm. who obviously 
you know, as part of Wrath and Glory, you know, who has connections yeah. with Ubisoft. We we're giving away prizes. We're giving away, <laughs> you know, like these are just. It, it mm. feels bizarre in a way. Yeah. You know, we get we get fantastic iTunes reviews. I mean, I I think one of my personal highlights, which I've always tried to tell you, Cameron, when I see mm. them, is when someone recommends the show and you see it online. There's nothing. It's something yeah. bizarre yeah. in a weird. You know, there's times where. <laughs> Say it's like Reddit, for example, and you know, there's people will say like, "Oh, well, you know, what, what Warhammer podcasts are out there that people mm. recommend?" And you you hear the usual, you know, the one, yeah. the, the real big ones that that are really <laughs> well known. And then when you see someone recommend us, it's it feels, or you know, I can't describe mm. that feeling. It's very bizarre. You know, you feel like, yeah. you know, when you're sort of being just sort of recommended in the same breath as some of these guys that have been doing it for. Yeah you know, for donkey's years. So it's, it just shows how far we've managed to come. And I think as well, it's one thing we, I think people seem to appreciate is the fact that we try, we're normal, you know, in the, I'm not saying anyone else that does mm. this isn't normal, but I think the fact that, you know, we try not to, uh, I know influence as such, you know, it's, at the end yeah. of the day, we, we just really enjoy the hobby. We love the law. Mm. We love the models. We love, you know, we just, we're just two guys that are really into the hobby and we you know for you guys to listen to really we're not yeah, trying to yeah. tell you how you should do things how you go about you know it's just like just you know mm. just guys kicking back talking about <laughs> the hobby that we love really i suppose that's yeah. how we've always wanted it to be and and that's how it will continue really so yeah yeah, yeah i mean oh, yeah it's, it's, been a good it's, year. it's been a good it, year. it really has so to be honest, mm. exactly and i think i don't think this year this first year could have gone any better really to be honest yeah. it's, it's far surpassed <laughs> well, anything that i think we i ever mean we could have would. exploded with like a hundred thousand downloads on our first episode but you know, yeah which that's would high, have been that's high expectation that's that would have been very <laughs> weird as well <laughs> that would have been even so, weirder <laughs> yes exactly so no i think that it, like I said, how far we've managed to come, and and it's and again, it's all thanks to everyone that listens and mm. takes part. You know, we've got yeah. a fantastic community. I love our Discord server. We've got some mm. great people in there, and again, thanks to everyone in there because there's people that are just, just yeah, real rocks of the <laughs> of the community <laughs> in there, really. Yep. And and again, thanks to everyone that's listened. You know, listened so far to us and recommends us and reviews us. You know, it, it is it, honestly, it really is greatly appreciated because. Mm. It knows we're doing things right, if that makes yeah. any sort of sense. <laughs> and, and 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 to be honest, the, the good thing is the the when I say the bigger we get, the more mm. things we can do. We can do more giveaways. We can we can get people on that you know because let's be honest, it is all about you know reputation and yeah. and presence and things like that. At the end of the day. You know, if you want us to get certain people on, like like I said, we're on the verge of a few Black Library mm. authors. You know, yeah. it, it's all thanks to how we're received and things like that. So, mm. you know, any any support we receive, you know, and it and nothing about it is financial. It is purely just no. just the you know the the like I said the presence that we've got. Hopefully, get we're getting out there anyway. Mm. Is uh, is you know it's it's making leaps and bounds really. So yeah, yeah, it feels weird to be doing this year anniversary, but <laughs> long may it continue. So yeah. Uh, exactly. Lastly, let's wrap up the show. Um, where can people find you on the internet, Cameron? Uh, you can find me mostly on Twitter at night underscore twitten. Uh, yeah, come come chat with me about pretty much anything at this point. I'm not sure exactly what I'm <laughs> yelling about right now. Uh, I just want I just want an election. It's been years since I've been able to vote <laughs> for the prime minister. And please, 
Please, they're so corrupt. Let them go. <laughs> Ian Good Enough from that's the name of my local politician, by the way. Ian Good Enough is not good enough. Because, <laughs> <or> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to talk about the state of our politics over oh, here because no. you yeah, know we're. Brexit you can always is, you can always flee you know. to Australia if it gets too hard. <laughs> Thank you, right? Yeah, I'll consider <laughs> that. And so, thing it would be be able to do even more episodes then because we'll be, oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> we we actually meet out. up in person and do it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Excellent. Um, so yeah, you can find um, so so you can find Cameron on Twitter at night underscore mm-hmm. Twitter, and you can find me on Twitter as well at Ninja Badger Seven. I said come chat, but I was again from the the warm perspective. Our realm ruin mm. Twitter is the place to be, and yeah, that's been our anniversary episode. We'll be back to our sort of normal episodes in a couple of weeks. Um, I think we're going to be talking about Gleam Spite. I think that's going to yes, be our next topic. Go to the AOS universe. Um, we hope mm. you've really enjoyed this one. Like I said, it's been lovely doing something mm-hmm. a bit different. Yeah, and we'll catch you on the next show. Bye. Ta-da.